2: There's no
0: place to escape to This is the last oh, On the left <laughs> right your That's when the cannibalism started What was that? Uh, anal swaps? What is this, some kind of gay pirate ship? Honestly. Let's start this show <laughs> <laughs> um, Travis, <laughs> if you don't mind Can you, uh, we need some renaissance, like we need a a lute atmosphere right now. I just want everybody to get into the mindset because today we are traveling back to a more innocent time. Oh, fun. 1983. 1983. Okay. But let's start with a poem. This is a selection from John Greenleaf Whittier. Why are you? (laughs) Okay. Lute music go. What? Far away in the twilight time of every people in every clime. Dragons and griffins and monsters dire. Born of water and air and fire. nursed huh? like the python in the mud. And ooze of the old Decalian flood. Crawl and wriggle and foam with rage through dusk tradition and ballad age ah the age of the dragon Boo! we're not talking about dragons this we're not dragons. talking about dragons Boo! at all we're not talking dragon about episode.
3: dragons that i'm not going to be mentioning a single fucking dragon this entire uh, show Patera! Patera!
4: Patera! get off the stage
0: poet <laughs> i wrote a poem about get get off the lamblewim
4: st- <laughs> Welcome to the last podcast on the left, everyone. I am Ben, hanging out with Henry and hanging out with Marcus. We have actually, I think, set a record for a three-person fight. We got in there before I actually introduced the show, and apparently, Henry, you're full of lies, and uh, we're not actually going to be talking about the creatures that you said we were going to be talking about. If uh, if I, I look at this
0: outline correctly, you did not literally dog me mentions eight dragons. Eight
3: dragons. <laughs> is full, this is full-on dragon territory. I call none of them dragons. The only thing that hmm. shares what I wrote with what you just read is the word water. Hmm. Dragons.
0: All right. <laughs> well, let's see. We'll see. see. We'll <laughs> see. I'm going to see. Uh, we're going to let the audience decide. We're going to let the
4: audience decide. <laughs> this is a very special occasion where the audience gets to decide something. So today's <laughs> story... We are so excited to talk about what Lake ki-
0: Monsters! Yes, what kind of dragon are you, Kissel? I want to be the dragon. I want
4: to be the dragon from the never-ending story, except for the very end.
0: So you want to be the happy dragon, except for the very end when he commits... They all commit fucking suicide yeah, of imagination. Yeah, the ne- never-ending story is one
4: of the saddest movie conclusions in the history of movie conclusions. And then it ends with the grandfather, uh, Mr. Falk. Evidently, he's a former detective. He's got a whole series of skeletons in his
0: closet. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd say Marcus is the cockatrice, and what I'm the hell is bunyip. <laughs> What's the bunyip? It's a dragon. The bunyip? Yep. yep. All right.
4: Sounds like it wears a sweater that would Roseanne would wear in the 1990s. This is great. <laughs> Remember that? Fun shirts. All
3: right. No dragons. No wings in the entire uh, series.
4: They, oh, does the wings make it a dragon? No. Because Japanese what makes dragons it a, don't have wings. Well, then what makes it a dragon? scales
0: and also the sheer fact that none of them exist oh (laughs) all right let's get into it lake monsters
3: now in the world of cryptozoology lake monsters hold a special place in the hearts of those who believe while other branches of cryptozoology like bigfoots and chupacabras mm. can be pretty heavy on the hustle the study of lake monsters known as trichontology to some isn't quite so crude I don't know if we need
4: the term branches when I think about <laughs> branches I think the FBI the CIA logical
0: societies are involved they are big they have paypal accounts yeah. they have their own <laughs> custom emails so if i called crypto
4: 100 1-800 crypto i would get i would get sent to, to different branches within yeah
0: Press one if you've seen a dog with manes.
4: No, I have not seen
0: that. Press two if you have found a footprint in the forest.
4: No, I have not seen that.
0: Press three if you saw a shadow in a lake, you fucking no. idiot. No, no I actually... Press four. Is it a rock? Check again. Press it,
4: it was. It was a rock, yeah.
0: Uh, maybe you need to call your wife. Because she might be dead.
4: This is actually what I was calling about. Is this not the how to get away with murder hotline?
0: But this truth is, is that in our estimation, the Bigfoots and the Chupacabras communities—they're much more pent up on getting. They want a Bigfoot. Like the Bigfoot, they are
4: horny for it.
0: We already saw in Oklahoma, they set up an actual a Bigfoot hunting season. Right, the goal is to trap and release a Bigfoot, but they're. I mean, to be
4: fair, it's sponsored by Keystone Light. I mean, no
0: one's going to find it. <laughs> it honestly sounds like it's a, a Doritos Super Bowl commercial, just like so right there. <laughs> yeah. but they, and the Chupacabras, technically, we found a Chupacabra not what? that long ago. They, what they said was a Chupacabra, but it was, it was a dog. That's just He's my adopted
4: dog. dog, Jerry. Yeah, have we ever, we've never actually seen a Chupacabra,
0: right? They said that they have found things that resemble the attitude, behavior, <laughs> and description of a Chupacabra.
3: Okay, that's close enough. Well, you've also got, you've got all the carcasses that have supposedly been killed by chupacabras. You, mm. you have the, uh, the pigs and such that have the holes in the neck and mm. all the blood drained out, which points towards a creature of which we have no explanation for. But it's a, by it's a creature with a tiny mouth. And by creature, you mean Homer <laughs> Simpson.
4: He's not real. It's a cartoon. None of that was real. Do you think it's, it's real? I was talking about how he likes to eat pig.
0: Uh, I like ah. to eat pig. Your friend who's in front of you likes to eat pig.
4: You're not real. Wow, oh, you're not freaking real. <laughs> it's so scary. It's so scary. Yeah. But the lake monsters
0: of all of them seem to be so particularly faith-based. Okay. You're probably-
3: That's the thing, is that Drakontologists, instead of being about the hustle, uh, they seem to be in it for the passion. Mm -hmm. They refuse money from tabloids for their cherished photos of Ogopogo or Champ, so as to not sully what they obviously believe is a magical yet unsettling experience.
0: It's, man, it's got to be scary to see a big eel.
3: Absolutely, especially (laughs) Ogopogo. It sounds like it
4: has face paint on like a clown. Horrifying.
3: Others hold their experience with lake monsters so dear that they will sue anyone who dares even (gasps) write about their own personal lake monster. And even our dear friend, if you'll remember, even our dear friend Kevin Barnett would talk about Mm. plesiosaurs with a passion that bordered on the fanatical. Wait,
4: are they not real? Please, no, they're real. Are real. Okay, good. <laughs> I was going to say, I, we can't, because I, uh, I believed everything that Kevin ever told me. If I found out that was fake, then I'd have to go dig up his grave and yell at him.
0: I felt <laughs> Kevin move through me this week as I was reading about yeah. dragons. Like, uh, he, that's what Lake this monsters. is about. Lake this monsters. Is, this is Lake monsters. River. No, no, it's dragons. Today, for today dragons. the cool thing you can call, you, I think it's cool, We can call them dragons. What would Kevin call them? Uh, he,
3: would, he would, no, he would call them lake monsters or plesiosaurs. He would actually call them plesiosaurs. He would actually be offended that you referred to them as dragons. Uh, trick a question. Trick question. Kevin is so smart. He would call
4: it whatever you thought was the right thing to call it when having conversations with you in order to win you over and then slowly manipulate you and take all the money. That's why he's brilliant,
2: just like Nixon.
4: Oh, yeah, Kevin <laughs> was just like Nixon. In a loving way.
3: Even the hoaxes involving lake monsters often aren't done for the love of money. Instead, the history of lake monsters is peppered with bands of merry pranksters who have no desire other than the inclination to cause chaos in sleepy lake communities.
0: And then, in the aftermath of their chaos, they create these sort of Mascots, all of these mm-hmm. different lake monsters, different than all of the because you know there's a, there's a Bigfoot for every region, there's a lake monster for every region. But mm-hmm. the lake monsters, they kind of for for the the locals that are around the lake monsters mm-hmm. seem to really represent the spirit of of like of what it's like to live in Lake Champlain. You know what I mean? Right. The, the, everybody loves wallowing in the mud and eating monsters. <laughs> That's what they oh, yeah. love. That's what they celebrated in a in a demoted lake.
4: Well, I think you've just described a, the life of a turtle, but yeah, I if, suppose so. If you are
0: a person that wants to live like a turtle, technically mm. you've, you've just become Terry Shivo. Oh, totally. <laughs> Question
4: though, when it comes to these entities, because they are mythical, um, can you infer more uh, sort of attributes to them than your oh, average of cryptid? Because with yeah. an alien, we have a set standard of rules, scripted yes. somewhat, but it seems like these lake monsters, you could make them even a socialist. Yeah, some of them are kind <laughs> of
3: folks, yeah. <laughs> but the most interesting thing about lake monsters is that while they arguably kicked off the modern age of cryptozoology when Nessie first reared her head in 1933, they are also the cryptid's least likely to exist. And Marcus actually knows that Nessie
4: was a woman. He saw her vagina. <laughs> and uh, he was in there and he's punching at it. And, uh, yeah, they her. He's not allowed back in Scotland. <laughs> Honestly, because Loch
0: Ness Monster's got a clit the size of a corn cob. You can really get your hands around. it. Hello. Well, I've seen that tape before.
3: But there are no dermal ridges like we have with Bigfoot, nor are there any carcasses like we have with Chupacabra. Instead, the majority of evidence with lake monsters involves a person seeing a thing and taking a picture from really far away. Why are they never close?
0: Because they're never that close. Because the monsters are being safe.
4: Are, they, are, the, are the monsters more scared of us than we are of them perhaps?
0: They shouldn't be. They're much bigger. They're monsters. They we are, are, <laughs> they are I don't monsters. Know. I watched the
4: cove. They should be.
0: We don't exactly
4: treat our wildlife that swims very well. Honestly, that
0: would be a horror movie to a bunch of whales if they just watched (laughs) The Cove.
3: Yeah. They knew. (laughs) Absolutely. It's a horror movie for humans. (laughs) That's why whales are always screaming. But while those pictures would be unrecognizable as anything biological unless given context, the people who say they've seen lake monsters believe in what they think they saw with every fiber of their being and defend their position without any doubt as to what they experienced.
4: All right, I will say these are officially cr- cryptozoologists because they will utter the sentence, uh, I know what I
0: saw! I know what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, you know, maybe they did have some something close to an anomalous experience Experience. Who knows? I think, you know, also, you see a very, very big carp. It might <laughs> it's throw you for a loop. If you're not ready to see a nine-foot carp, no, I'm never. you don't know you're about to see a nine-foot carp, and you've got fucking schedules in your head, you've got nine abortions to do that oh, morning. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's a lot in the morning. You're thinking about all these carps. You bundle them up in the morning so you can do them before lunch. Oh, yeah. you to give they, them a nice, healthy lunch. Yeah, you big yeah. old, that's how like, you have a nice pasta visual right after you get your morning abortions done. Right. You oh, you're the corp-
4: one getting the nine abortions. You're not giving them.
0: Yeah, because I got a pregnant lot. nine times oh wow
4: plus one wow
0: but you know you're not so who knows maybe it has an astounding effect on you and now you want the whole world to feel the same wonder and and amazement that you experienced in that moment
4: and of course we know nothing i mean we know a bit more about the lakes because there ain't they ain't as deep as the ocean but we still don't know much about the unexplored
3: world of water
0: i don't know a single thing about lakes
3: they're wet (laughs) they are wet (laughs) But before we get into the subject deeper, let's acknowledge our sources. The first is Lake Monsters by Benjamin Radford, Lauren Coleman, and Joe Nickel. Joe Nickel, he's the quintessential humorless skeptic in a tan vest who delights in spoiling good times. Which one do you think out of those three did all the work to write the book?
0: Benjamin Radford's the hype man. (laughs) <laughs> you know, bedroom, someone's got to be out there to be funny, make boom, the voices boom, do boom, all the shit. Yeah. Lauren Coleman, that person is another central person. They're the voice of the audience. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, they respond and listen as if like they're listening like like for the first time. See, I don't like, like that. it. See, that's uh-huh. great. Red, I'm not liking uh-huh. it. And then like, the fucking pleasureless <laughs> nickel is the guy who sits and does cool, cool, all the fucking work. You know what I mean? uh,
4: well, the writing and such. Mm. Yeah, it's unfortunate his book tour was canceled. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, it's gonna get it out yeah that is nice the other book is abominable science by <gasps> daniel loxton and Dan- donald prothero which while it is a debunking book it's still done with love for the passion put forth by cryptozoologists. all while looking at the fascinating origins of our fat of our favorite cryptids
0: d-
4: abominable d- science that's also what the bush administration called stem cell research isn't that nice mm-hmm. is this a
0: bit deep cut a very strange, fringe, political joke.
4: No, it wasn't. That's not that fringe. It's a very famous joke. It's it's very- I
3: mean, it is a a, a nearly 20-year-old reference. Okay. I'm just being clear.
4: <laughs> I was just trying to bring in the fact that I was talking about. I brought in that. See, I
0: was going to say, because Marcus accidentally said abdominal science, but there is not a single person with a visible ab in any of these books. <laughs> okay. I'm going to see. We'll
4: so see what us, holds. Both of us just hit it out of the park.
0: Yep. That's why we're here.
3: <laughs> and of course, for the believer side, I delved once more into the Loch Ness Monster chapter in my Mysteries of Mind, Space, and Time collection, which, I must say, is one of the most half-hearted chapters of the entire series. Why? People are
0: deflated and sad about yeah. Loch Ness. Yeah, they are They are sad about him and right. her. Mm-hmm.
3: Why? Well, I'm 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 about to tell you exactly okay. why. Please, because it's very famous. Yeah. I mean, if we're gonna talk lake monsters, we would be remiss if we didn't start with the most infamous lake monster of all time. The biggest and most famous cryptid that we have yet to cover here on the show. <gasps> <laughs> No. Choose, no. Choose, choose. Choose wisely. You, choose, choose wisely. What's it going to be?
4: Jack Nicholson on a sub eating yes. a sub. Jack Nicholson <laughs> on a boat eating yes. a subway sandwich.
2: Is, <laughs> that is my favorite. Like, I had to good. go through
4: a series yeah. of people, but then I was like, yeah. oh, they'll be mad at I me. Mean, they will respect that person. But Jack Nicholson, because he's doing so well, yes. yeah. eating yeah. a sandwich on a boat. That's my kind of sea monster.
2: God, it's my favorite. Loch Ness Monster. Talking about the Loch
3: Ness Monster. Oh, this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now when it comes to a location where a cryptid might live, it's hard to do better than Loch Ness. Loch Ness is the largest body of freshwater in all of Britain, and other than a few vacationing middle-class Englishmen, it was largely unspoiled until 1933 when some of the loch surrounding forest was cleared away to give easier access.
0: And a sum of Loch Ness's entire situation was ruined by next week's topic, which I'm actually yes. very excited for about how what is We're going to cover
4: defense. <laughs> We're going to talk about what's going evil. on in Brazil right no, now? No, no, that's like oh, okay. season
0: 25 of, of Last Podcast on the Left, where it's just talking about how, like, bugs are also kind of evil, and uh, wind uh, wind grass uh, attacks.
4: I love that. I can't wait to read the bugs are also kind of evil script. Yeah.
3: Be
0: Some organs look weird. Yeah, Let's they the Yikes, stomach.
4: weird.
3: <laughs> Furthermore, Loch Ness is not a singular body of water. The river... River Ness connects the Loch to the sea, which conveniently gives Loch Ness believers an excuse when people ask why Nessie isn't being constantly spotted by the hundreds of thousands of observers who have been coming to the Loch since the 30s. He
2: goes out the big door.
3: Oh, I he see. Out the big door. That's what he Well, he's got to. Everyone's trying to
4: punch its vagina like Marcus Parks did. He's I just did a I did not scientist. punch the
3: Loch Ness monster's vagina. Oh, you would okay. if you could. I know you would. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I know that about him. Mm-hmm. However, people do tend to see something out there with fair regularity, and there's a reason for that. The Loch's waters are often terribly calm, and the high shorelines cast shadows and reflections that cause small objects like birds and small animals like otters to oh. appear much larger than they really are. What does
4: the otter do?
3: He Eat Swims,
0: eats... That's it? uh, Okay. You seen him? He puts the blocks of the different shapes in the proper slots. Yeah. I just don't know how an
4: otter survives other than like for fun on Instagram. Turning tricks. (laughs) Uh, It's a
0: (laughs) a sex worker of the lake world. (laughs) Oh, my. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about Terms and conditions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash l /L e f t. Rules and restrictions may apply.
3: In addition... Wakes from boats passing through the lock, of which there are many, can be reflected from the shores to form a standing wave in the center of the lock long after the boat has passed out of sight, which could easily be mistaken for the wake of a large creature swimming underwater.
0: And it also has a lot of like weird. Channels underneath it. It has a, but it's got a weird boredom to it where they say that people can, things can hide or whatever. But it does seem to be more than anything. Every time they've taken pictures of what could be, there's a recent picture of a Loch Ness actually Mm -hmm. that came out like several months ago that came out, but it was a big fish
4: well that's yeah but it's fun if you just call it a Loch Ness Monster I, and what's what the saying. difference
0: and that's what I mean you now you're getting on my page
4: yeah say. what the, I mean honestly the the water is still full of the scariest of all the creatures as far as I'm concerned if you We're call so- it
0: a tuna sandwich it becomes a tuna sandwich that's what Subway did
3: Now, Scotland is full of locks, just like Loch Ness, some so deep that the Eiffel Tower could be dropped to the depths (gasps) and the tip wouldn't even break the surface.
0: Whoa, Carmen San Diego. What? (laughs) Wait, is she in the Eiffel Tower under the ocean? That's where she put it. (laughs) That's where she put it? I don't know.
4: Carmen San Diego, <laughs> you were trying to find Carmen San Diego. I don't think that she had anything. Did she have
3: anything? She would steal the important historical figures and and landmarks. That's why you were trying to find Carmen San Diego. I
4: thought they were. I thought she was just a missing person. What do you think? That she thought that she was just like guilty <laughs> thought, or rape or something. I I thought, yeah, like Roman Polanski. I don't know. I thought everyone was just trying to find Carmen San Diego. I thought I honestly was like, someone kidnapped her. Like, what is she from Utah? Like, what's going on?
0: Wow, you missed the whole point of that show.
4: <laughs> what was, honestly, what documentation did they, did they have? Did she, she would have? say,
0: like, ha ha ha. They'd see her in her no, helicopter I know lifting she... up the Eiffel Tower going, ha, yeah. ha ha ha. So she was evil.
3: Yeah, she I was the villain.
0: Acapella wow. saying the thing song.
3: I remember that. Well, because there are so many locks in Scotland, the Scottish, like many folk who develop societies around large bodies of water, have a plethora of folklore involving terrifying water monsters. Most disturbing is the shape-shifting kelpie, also known as ek Uckia, yeah, which roughly <laughs> translates in English as water horse.
4: Whoa! I wonder why they went with kelpie as opposed to. <laughs> well,
0: it's something <laughs> Scottish. Scottish has old language. They don't think well, they Gaelic. have Gaelic. Is it yeah, the yeah. same as Gaelic?
3: I mean, they yeah, they're that uh, ugh, ugh, yeah. That's uh, uh, a yeah, Gaelic. That is definitely Gaelic. Okay, you know, that is not, that's not the Gaelic I know.
4: <laughs>
3: ah, ah, uh, wow, so that's ah. gray.
0: We're here. We're ready for, We're ready to be guests on your show. Thirty-nine
4: and
3: holding. <laughs> well, ironically, water horses are always encountered on land and can be identified by the seaweed tangled up in their mane and their wet skin. If an unsuspecting or foolish soul decides to climb upon this mystery horse, they would find that the water horse's skin is also highly adhesive. Whoa, sticky oh. horse. <laughs> sticky. That's not
4: that is not a game you want to play with your grandfather.
3: <laughs> and the water horse will gallop straight into the lock, taking the stuck and screaming victim down to the depths where they meet a horrific I death am. by drowning. I know what I saw. <laughs>
0: Wow. Look at that guy over there molesting that horse to do.
4: Wow, that is horrible. Really, I cannot think of a worse fate. So do you die from the drowning, or do you die from them destroying well, your you, entire body? You,
0: in this fantasy, you die from drowning, but it does you sound like drowning, what yeah. they what could have happened is they got got by a boa constrictor, and could you could be. call a big snake a water horse if we're getting into creative names for things that call we don't it a, understand. Call it a freaking
3: anaconda. I don't think they ever had boa constrictors or anacondas in Scotland.
1: Yeah, well, I don't there. know if
0: they have jungle snakes in the rocks. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they have over there. Something can get wandered over there because then you think about maybe during the Roman times when they spread deep into the Anglo-Saxon territory, they could have accidentally have brought with them various exotic animals and littered them throughout these areas. This is actually a theory that I now in my Starbucks adult brain, I actually think is, is it's Noah's, It's
3: literally Noah's Ark. I think I think it's just a, a lesson that's that's don't get on a strange horse. What? I would never touch a horse. That I was the light <laughs> Wait, that's yeah, the well, lesson you got out of this?
0: Well,
4: never specifically specifically, touch a
3: horse. specifically the water horse targets children by pretending to be tame and gentle come and on. it's back. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah,
0: come on, kid. Hmm. So you, You're playing a game? I'm a fun you know, it's weird that you have
4: that to try to try to attract me, a child. It's the most
0: the creepy thing could... I've ever seen.
3: <laughs> no, I don't like that voice at
1: all.
0: Oh, yeah, come on, get on me, long child. All
3: right. Well, well the water horse's back will all actually lengthen to accommodate as many children as are present. Uh-huh. Then, <laughs> then, once all of them are glued on tight, the water horse speeds them to their doom. Sweet.
0: Honestly, there's so many kids in Scotland, and in these areas, they have a lot of kids. I mean, sometimes it's good to have someone to take out like eight in one go. You to help the town have enough corn. Get this thing some training, make it a bus driver. Why not? The kids are already on there. That'll be kind of a fun way to show up to school
4: until you have to unstick yourself from the sea serpent and you probably will lose the back of your pants. Honestly, we're really building
0: out our cryptid high school like
4: right now. Cryptid, cryptid
3: high school. Whoa. Yeah. Well, in one folktale featuring the water horse, one of the children actually cuts off all of his fingers in a bid to escape.
2: Jeez. Fuck yeah,
3: <laughs> Fingerless, he then watches as all of his friends are carried off into the water, which of course makes him the one who survives to tell the tale. I
0: was training to play the harp.
3: Oh, that's really sad. (laughs)
0: Now I've got to use my feet and my dick.
3: Yep, you're going to have to become a drummer. Strangely, many water horse stories are very similar to vampire folklore. Sometimes a water horse will take the form of a man or a woman, then shapeshift into a horse instead of a bat when it comes time (laughs) to eat the victim alive. That's scarier than a bat. Yeah, why would they ever
0: ever be a bat? There's something terrifying about just like Kissel standing, waking up, Kissel standing above my bed just being like, I got lost going to the refrigerator. And then all of a sudden he morphs into a horse. Yeah, (laughs) That's scary as fuck. And then starts eating you
4: alive. Get on, I'm sticky.
0: I think a horse
4: (laughs) eating you actually got to (laughs) be fucking painful. You're going to want to hop on me now, I'm sticky. Okay, good. Better get out there while the stick is fresh. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) There's actually even a water horse story in which the creature shapeshifts into a horse and chases his victim all the way back home, but is unable to enter because, like the vampire, he must be invited inside. Before he can cross the threshold
0: Interesting Wow mm-hmm. Well, wow, This would be great for horse girls Wouldn't yeah. they want to turn into a big Dude horse girls What's a want horse to... girl? They're girls that are They normally have very long hair and they are obsessed with horses. In school, I, I'm surprised you didn't see some because you were from farm
4: areas. Well, we where had, you had cows. Had, oh, someone who does- um, Someone
0: who's obsessed. Like girls that are obsessed with horses. A lot of yeah. the times, um, they, they're they're particular. Right. Um, they're an interesting bunch. Lonely. Um, loving horses. The solitary nature of horses. They're the only ones that, they, that the horses can understand. The horses, the only thing that they can understand. My question huh. is, is that like, do they want to turn into a horse or do they just want to have sex with one?
4: It seems mm. like their perfect man would be a centaur. Ooh.
3: I do know some horse girls who uh, had the experience of riding horses all the time were quite fond of riding the horse. Well, a lot okay. of times. you know what wink, I mean.
4: Wink, yeah.
0: Wink, yeah. wink, 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 That's what happens when you tell a woman, better get in. Uh, water horse is sticky. Well, that's <laughs> the
4: only reason they get away with all the bestiality. No one can see it happening. This is ridiculous. Double standards. <laughs> what? They can ride the horse, I say, "Oh, yeah. she's just really in, she's into charcuterie." What's that called when you ride? She'd have th- to ride
0: the horse upside down. She'd have to grip onto its. That's what they do. Like she was hugging it.
4: What's that thing? What do you call that when you play with the horses all the time? It's not charcuterie. That's a that's a meat and cheese board.
0: Charcuterie. I am just. That's a meat and cheese board. I, no, I, cheese board. It's I don't think it's there's a word. No, it's
4: called a word. No, there's a word with horses all the Mitt Romney's wife does it. Oh, Hats you're talking about
3: dressage. You're talking about dressage. Dressage.
4: Oh, <laughs> That's
3: fancy horse walking. That's not That's fancy horse walking. No. That's
4: it.
3: And those horses no, might said, be sticky. We said, don't know. Well, you said, what's the word for when you play with horses all the time? That's what it is.
2: <laughs> I gotta stop. They get paid a lot of money
3: to do that.
4: <laughs>
0: the
4: horses get paid to, to be so,
0: in March, stroked by those people. Um, guys, just so you know, in March, we'll have been doing last podcast and left for ten And I think that's the dumbest you've sounded. No, I don't think so. I
4: don't think
0: so.
4: (laughs) Kevin loved horses. He had Horse (laughs) Illustrated. Oh, don't make me sad.
3: Uh, (laughs) Well, concerning their ubiquity, stories about water horses were told in Scandinavia, Siberian Russia, Italy, and Eastern Europe. And one explorer of the Americas in 1535 heard natives tell a story of a fish shaped like a horse that wandered land by night, searching for Victims. Can I ask
0: something? If it's a fish, it's shaped like a horse. Can we just go ahead and call it a fucking horse?
3: Yeah, because it's on land. <laughs>
0: it's a horse. It mean, when a it's fish in the, head? When it's in the water, it's a fish. And when on land, it's a horse. That's pretty cool. But how do you, you refer to things? It. A horse. F- <laughs> Ooh, a source!
4: <laughs> That's scary, and you have to, even if you're sober, you'll be like, well, I saw the source! You'll be like, They're he's like, hey, hammered. All right, <laughs> he's okay. hammered. No, the source should <laughs> to the wish! I know the I source should go to the wish!
3: But even though many have cited the water horse as a precursor to the Loch Ness monster, stories of the water horse were not specific to Loch Ness, and were in fact told anywhere in Scotland where the population lived near a large body of fresh water. However, there is one story specific to that area of Scotland that supposedly occurred in the 6th century that many point to as a possible proof that Nessie-like creatures have been living in or near Loch Ness for centuries. Hmm. According to Christian legend, a saint by the name of Columba was traveling through North Scotland and came across a group of heathens who were burying a friend who'd been killed by a water monster while he was swimming across the River Ness. Oh, hello, I'm Saint
4: Columba. Oh, one more thing. Uh, hello. That's a Columbo reference, which brings yes. us up to 1989.
0: Yeah. One Second more thing of the show.
4: Yeah, I love Columbo.
0: And yeah. oh, we all do. Uh, we will also get into the <laughs> stories of saints one day because oh, saints yeah. are some of the, because Well, you,
4: talk, you know in the Catholic Church, they keep a saint's bone in that, in the big, in the table up, it's fucking yeah. creepy, man. Oh, yeah. No, I got Catholic a whole
3: Church. book on it. It's called Ooh. Heavenly Bodies. It's fucking Ugh, great. It's,
0: it's a fucking cult to the Catholic Church, obviously, but they, the saints are very interesting because they are, I kind of view them as the old school version of superheroes. Yeah
3: where That's they do a, a lot. entirely of, fair.
0: They have these kind of stories that are attached to them. Meanwhile, I like, just think that like you became a saint by paying for it yeah. at one point. I think it's like
4: being a Dutch. Duchess or a diplomat or something.
0: Also, am I supposed to call some guy who's a sir in another country here, sir? No, we're Americans. If I meet fucking Anthony Hopkins, who I would call, he I would call sir. No, you just say out of
4: out of out of the polite colloquialism, say
0: sir. I won't get arrested if I don't call some fucking piece of shit who's some fake thing somewhere else here because he doesn't have a lance. He doesn't have a sword. I wouldn't.
3: I wouldn't call Paul McCartney sir. No, definitely not.
0: I call him Mister McCartney. Mister McCartney. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Paul, because he'd probably be cool enough to call him Paul. Like, uh, call me Paul. <laughs> oh, he'd love hey, that. You know, my father was Mister Courtney, and he was like, shit, <laughs> then like." Next thing you know, you got no clothes on. He's doing a dermatological fucking test on you, or whatever. Hey, oh man, whatever the sir wants, you know.
4: It's an old sticky horse
0: of a different
3: kind. <laughs> well, Columba. When he came upon these heathens, he saw an opportunity to flex his magical Christian powers and maybe <laughs> convert a few Scottish heathens in the process. So he began his string of miracles that day by laying his staff across the dead man's chest, and he brought him back to life.
0: Whoa! I like them apples, I'm <laughs> Boston. I
4: actually love those apples. Thank uh. you.
3: Then, Columba ordered his fellow monk, Lugni Mocumen to swim across the river and fetch a boat on the other side, putting his so-called friend right in the path of the deadly monster and continuing the long line of Christian stories where people are told to do horrible and dangerous things just so someone can prove a point.
0: It's also the, it is just the lifetime yeah. fate of the intern.
3: He is
2: always
0: just sacrificed for the good of the saints. Well,
4: absolutely. How else are we going to know if you could swim across this lake that has a massive demon in it? Unless you try. Especially Hmm. if you're
3: giving college credit. Yeah, why Hmm. not? And if you die, we'll get another one of you. Yeah, you're all the same. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, Brother Lugney did what he was told and began swimming across the river. Suddenly, the water beast emerged <gasps> and swam towards the monk, roaring with jaws wide open and the intent to kill the monk just as he had the heathen.
0: Oh, I'm just trying to say hi! <laughs> That's the saddest part about being a monster or a dragon, is that people can't take your hugs with pleasure. Every time I say I love you, I burn you to a crisp. Oh my god,
4: Kissel, is
3: that... The real you speaking? Yeah, it was. I had to kill it. <laughs> Took it to the backyard and killed it. But at that moment, Columba stepped to the edge of the river, made the sign of the cross and oh. invoked the name of the Lord, telling what? the beast that it shall go no further and that it must leave at once. Did it work? The great monster, then no more than a few feet away from slaughtering Columbus Companion, suddenly stopped and fled, moving backwards as if it had suddenly been pulled back by ropes tied to its body. Cool. Okay. Brother Lugna was able to retrieve the boat unharmed, and according to Columba's biography, the heathens praised him, gave glory to the God of Christians, and were baptized then and there in the waters of the River Ness.
0: Hell yeah, if you dig this Blake monster expulsion, you want (laughs) to like and subscribe. Here to the power of (laughs) Jerusalem Christ.
3: Let me ask you this, though. If St. Columba wasn't there, would Lugny have swam in the river?
0: No. No. Yeah. Of course not, because it's really stupid to
3: do. Because he didn't have the idea
0: to do it, and it took his boss to have the idea for him to put his life in danger to discover the monster. What if it didn't work? What if he just got
4: eaten by the fish? They, unfortunately, what would, then? would
0: have to go back through to, again. You'd have to go back to the local university, and you have to put up flyers saying you're looking for interns. How many and you'd times? Meet all of these people, and explain to your wife that you're trying to have sex with these interns. Mm. Like all of this is just normal. Like this is just perfunctory. You're actually using these as sacrifices for lake monsters, and. and and hopefully she sees that That's the yeah. thing
4: with the saint How many times did this not work out And then he was like shunned <laughs> from a village We don't know
3: oh, Dude this wasn't Columba's only miracle he had a hell of a resume. He calmed storms. He turned water to wine. He summoned water from a stone. He comforted a weeping horse. He enchanted a stick so what animals... <laughs> <I> that ain't <laughs> a miracle. I've done that. I don't know what the hell that
0: is. Would you just <laughs> fucking stroke it off? Like, how do you comfort a weeping
4: oh, wow. horse? That's like, maybe why it was it? crying in the first place. I don't know if you want to re- re-trigger it.
3: Why was it crying? How do you know a horse is crying?
4: There's tears coming out of its eyes.
3: Yeah, it was. An, uh, that's what the miracle... was it was double miracle because like wow that horse is crying this is weird and then saint Columba went over and made the horse stop crying when no one else could keep the horse from uh you know sobbing and you know give weeping him, and wailing well, and such give it a
0: massage or something do a fucking
4: i have no idea how you make a horse not maybe peanut butter
3: yeah animals okay. love peanut butter yeah. honestly. So every I don't
0: know. animal does
3: i don't truly yeah.
0: and the human animal most of all
3: indeed yeah. <laughs> And Columba also enchanted a stick so animals were compelled to impale themselves upon it. And he once banished a demon that lurked in a milk pail. I hate
0: that milk pail demon. I actually had that happen to me the other day. This is how fascinating my life is. Really? I had milk. No, Kissel, look at me. I had milk the <laughs> yes. other day that was supposed to go back on February 7th. And then some devil went into this milk right. and made it go back. Listen to me. Did you leave Look it outside, outside shut of Listen to the rest no. of my story. <laughs> okay. By February 2nd, wow, this that's milk five was days. bad.
4: Yeah, what, what, it, was there a temperature drop with the milk? Uh, was yeah. there anything bad with the milk to begin with? They'll also, also maybe, a, it was, maybe it was best misprint. used if not opened by the 7th.
3: Yeah, or just a maybe. misprint. Oh, it it a that's a pretty
4: big misprint, though, to be fair, yeah. Marcus. It's a big is, misprint. It, is. It, is. it is, but these things happen. They
0: do happen. What are these so-called saints to help me now?
4: <laughs> well you've you you uh you have uh decided to turn your back on any saint because of your i don't
0: need their help
4: your religion you see that Air how i'm defensive
0: religion. about both of them, how i wasn't well, then you're not gonna have any so fr- i could be so i could say no then you get I no would fresh prefer, milk oh uh, at mm. least offer for me some kind of saint you're supposed to offer the devil's advocate some form of help and then i go no i rebuke you like that's <laughs> what it's supposed to be and it never happens no yep Sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. No, I, uh, I mean, I, I think I, I
4: want it to happen for you. I just, we have to get you into the Catholic Church. And again, you're far too hairy, and you weren't molested as a boy, and there's, I just don't see the way in.
0: I guess I'll have to mm-hmm. be molested now.
3: You can't mm-hmm. be. Now, as far as Loch Ness itself goes, it's been the site of many a prank long before the Loch Ness monster. In 1868, a crew captured and killed a six foot long bottlenosed whale and threw it into the loch, drawing large crowds and causing a stir before the seamen admitted what they'd done.
0: TV used to be
4: easier. Yeah, I guess so.
3: Besides pranks, there are also misidentifications. In 1852, a rowdy crowd of country folk were so frightened by a creature swimming in the lock, which they thought was a Kelpie, that the whole town gathered on the shore with hatchets, scythes, <laughs> pitchforks, and in the case of one woman, a medieval flail.
2: Holy shit! Oh, I'll this. in my closet!
3: <laughs> yeah? What were you using that for? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? Okay. <laughs> But just as the head of the mob raised the rifle he'd brought so he could shoot the <laughs> quote-unquote Kelpie, the quote-unquote monster came into focus. As it turned out, the creature was just a pair of ponies who had inexplicably swam across the lake. Okay, so Aww, who's out there the ready real to,
0: monster now? They're all ready to kill this monster. They think that the water horses in there are going to kill him, and they all show up like, we are going to get the monster, we'll get it! And then they look and they just see two ponies drowning. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did they, did they drown? Nothing? Did I the ponies drown? No, they made it across. They swim. They, they actually, they hoops. said they
3: they swam a full mile. Horses can swim. Honestly, that's incredible.
0: That's just, but still, I guess then you're just watching the horses swim, and then you're just like
4: waiting for the monster to show
0: up. It's like, hey, why didn't we all jump in and... Honestly, why have we been using this lock? That's the one thing about being close to this lock. Everybody says, oh, I want to be close to the lock. Oh, yep, I want to be close. Don't. But then do you use it? Do you ever just sit and use it at some point, man? Do you ever yeah. go down to the uh, it,
3: and, it, it, down to and it? it, it, you it you arrive on? We've arrived in Jamaica.
4: <laughs> wow, what a Disney around the world... In in linguistics, I'm that the was. first
0: Jamaican Disney princess. That's really incredible.
3: <laughs> Very. good But in 1930, the legend of the monster began to take shape. Three young anglers, as they were called in an article written at the time, experienced an encounter with some sort of underwater phenomenon. From their reports. These boys heard the sound of something thrashing about in the water, and they saw splashing and foam about 600 yards away.
0: I'm just S- hanging out here, trying to find friends.
2: That <laughs> <laughs> ah, man, friend.
0: man your size very well could have been considered a lake monster at the time. Just that tall, that height with those bog people, they'd look at you as you were, they like, were unhealthy. You would look like, oh, it's like, uh, have you seen the the, 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 the tail of the racing bear? (laughs) (laughs)
3: Well, suddenly, the whatever it was came straight towards the boys, but turned to the right when it was about halfway there. Now, this story. It's a bit of a dud. It's just like, yeah, it's a a fine story. But despite it being the first known report of a mysterious something hiding in Loch Ness, it did not capture the public imagination, mainly because it is kind of a dud. Yeah, they just saw
0: a thing and then they they maybe didn't see the thing.
4: They got to cut off one of their feet. And then say that it ate one of their feet. They got to really go for it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. They got to sell it. Yeah. The capturing of the public's imagination wouldn't happen for another three years (sighs) when the Inverness Courier printed an article with this eye-catching headline. Strange spectacle on Loch Ness. What was it?
0: Cool. Just a picture of just some fat Scottish guy just nude on the <laughs> beach waving. <laughs> Hi, no, my friend.
4: There is nothing more fun. Was that in a legit newspaper? Yeah, yeah. The nothing more are, fun it, than it, that. Yeah.
3: it's. I'm sure it's pronounced Inverness or no, Yeah, it's, it's Inverness. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in this story, the witnesses to the unexplainable phenomenon were an unnamed couple. They said that they were standing on the shore when the woman saw three quarters of a mile away what she at first believed to be ducks fighting on the water. Ah. But after her eyes came into focus, she said that she saw a creature that resembled a whale rolling and plunging for fully a minute. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned her eyes getting into focus. This is like a real
4: question, I guess. How about everybody's bad eyesight? Yep, yeah, that's definitely it, part of it. D- yeah,
0: don't ruin the magic now. Okay. Okay. I'm <laughs> just saying maybe don't don't nobody it right could right now, see. You hold it.
3: For the man's part, he only saw splashing, but the reporter who wrote the story saw an opportunity and added the appropriate <laughs> embellishments. Look at that. He immediately tied the story to that of the three young anglers, but he changed the angle of the first story. The first story, when it was written, was... We have no idea what it was that we saw, but when he wrote this second story, it changed to the boy saw an unknown creature that may indeed have been a monster. And again, this is the Zabrowski parable.
0: Just because (laughs) if it's both true and unentertaining, is it worth it? Well, Well, it's more important for something to be mostly true. And have the spirit of the freedom of truth, but then be ensconced inside of something that's a little bit more. Like a lie. No, you say a story sometimes tells the truth better than facts. Well,
4: I think if. Gonzo journalism. The problem is it was published in a newspaper that was like right by like. Everyone else died of syphilis today. What's, and that's it was why
0: like they had to find something to break the monotony of the right. Black Plague, or how, or the you know every single month when Scottish when Scottish magazines have to do why are our knees so ugly, right? And well, other kilt mysteries.
4: Oh my goodness, I love a good Scottish centerfold. They they would spray musk on the pages, so you really felt like she was there. Oh,
0: I like a bush hair fragrance. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Then, the writer added the detail that this, quote-unquote, fearsome-looking monster had been seen in Loch Ness for generations, despite the fact that the only encounters with anything strange before 1930 had been a dead whale and a couple of ponies.
0: Well, because the story kind of has, there was one story of the Lampton Worm, which is a story from a very, very long time ago that's another one of those, that it became a very massive story about cryptids, and it was a a very, like this idea of, you know, it's a creature that lives underneath a um a well, mm. essentially a water well, and then it climbs up and it fucks with people and you have oh. to go kill it. But the story is really just about a guy who found a big snake. Oh. And it scared him <laughs> and he threw it in the well. And then it became a very big important tale. To all of Ireland and Scotland at the time, and I so, mean it makes sense. Yeah, it's scary just, as hell. It's fun to mm-hmm. do. The big old snake is scary, especially to a fucking Anglo-Saxon in the middle of the bog. Oh mm-hmm. my! I'm
4: just so happy we have faucets now. Running water. We take it for granted. It's we pretty convenient.
3: Really it's pretty, pretty awesome. convenient. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It really
4: is. It
3: yeah. really is.
0: Every time I watch Naked and Afraid, I'm just like, oh thank my God. <laughs> Thank God! I, I didn't watched voluntarily go on that show. Bear grills, by the way. He when I, when he drank the
4: water from the elephant shit. Uh, I mean, I don't even know if that was real elephant shit. Do you see that when or bear shit? He squeezed it, and put it in his mouth. You see that? No, didn't, watch didn't that. see that. Mm-mm,
3: no, nope. Didn't didn't see that. Really? He no, didn't see that.
4: Sorry, it was no, big. No, it made big new. news. It's not
0: relatable, you know.
4: But do <laughs> <to> you? It <laughs> is. It, no, it's very similar to Naked and Afraid. He squeezed shit for water.
0: I'm a bunyip. <laughs> <sighs>
3: nevertheless the story caught on but the embellishments of the inverness courier weren't the only factor according to some researchers the real culprit behind the popularization of the Loch Ness Monster was none other than King Kong
4: we did it what? again
3: <laughs> King Kong. <laughs> yeah see King Kong was released in Scotland in 1933 right around the time that sightings of the Loch Ness Monster began if you'd never seen the original One scene features a long-necked monster in the water plucking men from their boats (gasps) and killing them. It's very memorable.
0: It's so sweet. I fucking love that whole when they go to Skull Island. That's a great sequence in the original Mm -hmm. King Kong. That's awesome.
3: This creature, which had a small head, a long arched neck, and a rounded back, then crawls out of the water to reveal itself to be not an aquatic dinosaur, but rather a quadrupedal brontosaurus. Whoa. And lo and behold... The next sighting of the Loch Ness Monster, which occurred just weeks after King Kong was released in Scotland, featured just such a creature. On August 4th, 1933, the Inverness Courier, your number one source for Nessie News, published a letter from a Londoner named George Spicer. Spicer claimed that while driving along the shores of Loch Ness, a long-necked, round-backed dinosaur of the Brontosauri Persuasion lumbered across the road 50 yards in front of him, carrying a dead lamb in its mouth. That's
4: fucking sweet. Very cool.
3: Now, as far as we know, this is the only terrestrial Loch Ness monster sighting. But this is also the first story that reported the creature as long-necked. From there on out, though... The Loch Ness Monster has almost always been reported as long necked. Despite the fact that even serious Nessie believers dismiss George Spicer's story,
0: because oh, even the plesiosaur yeah. they don't think necessarily had that long of a neck. But I, this is the what type would they of, know. This is the type of like sightings what, that I love. I what, do love, mean,
4: what did what a paleontologist oh, know? What do they know? They do make
0: up. I feel like they do. they fill in make the bones. Up <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they just bones. They pile them in different shapes. They always put a big <laughs> cock on them. And they, that's <laughs> what you're seeing. <laughs> those your magazines. is Big cock stegosaurs. <laughs> Oh my uh, but I, <laughs> these are my kind of like my favorite types of like weird sightings when people see dinosaurs or people see like pterosauruses or plesiosaurs. Like, there was something about that that because there's no evidence that shows that any dinosaurs made it. To our time period. There's really nothing no. except for the cockroach, um, the alligator oh. and the shark, right? Which birds. are essentially like birds. we we see these things. Yeah, some some birds, but birds changed because birds used to be dinosaurs. That's
3: what they say <laughs> <And so laughs> ferns, we, there's some ferns that also survived.
0: But I love that. That's the one thing that, like the kind what of about weird an alligator? Basis. That's what
2: say I, I said. said I didn't say, yes, did say, say
0: God, it just like I, I just feel like, I feel like your father I feel <laughs> like your <laughs> father Benjamin <laughs> I don't understand why you want That's to, you to me. Yeah. I don't get why you want to get into the basketball um, but I love that I love that weird thing because they try to make it like hingeable like they try to make it a little bit like well, maybe he is seeing a dinosaur maybe, yeah. that, maybe that kind of shit
3: they try to tie it all in mm-hmm. and furthermore King Kong also made the Loch Ness Monster more believable even though the special effects look goofy now, King Kong was so real and nightmarish in 1933 that people left the theaters with panic attacks, cool. and seeing the monster on screen of course made it easier for them to imagine seeing something similar. And as it turned out, George Spicer, the man who wrote the Brontosaurus letter that introduced long-necked dinosaurs into the Nessie legend, fully admitted in an interview conducted months after the sighting that he had indeed attended a showing of King Kong just before driving around the lock that day. I mean, hey,
4: whatever. That doesn't necessarily mean it didn't exist or it didn't happen. Parallel thinking. Parallel thinking. Man, I do... When was the last time you were really shook or scared by something? It's
0: been so long. I saw a thing the other night. But again, most of the times I'm really, really scared. It's you late You saw something night, in the sky? But it's just because I'm high. Ah. <laughs> and also we have a lot of, um, you know what's scarier to me? It's like last night we had some form of murderer was like in our neighborhood or something. What? And so the, the helicopters were really, really low last night. So that thing where, so I went you outside. You know it was some form of murderer? you know, they're looking for somebody really hard. The spotlights were out. And so I went out and it was fun. I waved at the helicopters. You and did? Stuff, but that's It's scary. not me you're looking for.
4: could have done without (laughs) that you're really actually annoying us i pay
0: your salary (laughs) they love that
4: yeah they love it okay cool did they
0: find him i don't fucking know (sighs) well i should okay this podcast is brought to you by squarespace finding work-life balance can be tough but squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated Ah, Jules. Oh, Jules. Make a wife smile today. The road to getting engaged can be long and full of memories and pitfalls and landmines. Or it can be short and thrilling, like a roller coaster on the way to the police department. But the road to finding the perfect engagement ring is a straightforward path every time. All you've got to do is head over to BlueNile.com and they're gonna ship them rocks straight to your wife's new fingers. On BlueNile.com, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine. At a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler, Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. That's present time to me. Their diamond price guarantee means that in most cases, they can meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. I know when I got my wife a beautiful, Blue Nile necklace, the first thing she did was, What did you do? But afterwards, she was so happy to have it and she loved it and she wore it when we went on vacation. And my own did everybody come around being like, Where'd you get that piece, you beautiful woman? And I was like, Stop talking to my wife. She's spoken for. You can see it with the Blue Nile bling she's got on her. Right now, get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. That's Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at four o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a B.A. in theater. All right? I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. all right. My job was to cry in front of a weird southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. Oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said.
3: Done. Now, concerning the locals of Loch Ness, they were just as surprised as anyone else to discover that this so-called monster had, quote-unquote, existed for generations. But, you better believe that once they discovered that people were willing to come to Loch Ness just to try and see the monster, mm-hmm. the whole country leaned into it. Yeah. And that's where
4: the real blood-sucking started, I with mean, the tourism industry.
0: But, you know, this is where they get... They get Criticized and cryptozoologists get criticized because this idea that they make all this fucking money. Oh, the stacks they of make money, so much money I from know. this, but they, just, they don't. They don't really. But also, yeah. Loch Ness it became like what you need. That's how they lived.
3: I that's remember how they get their money.
0: Even before
3: the Loch Ness Monster, it had already been, like, a pretty popular vacation spot. Like, Englishmen used to love going to Loch Ness for a vacation. Uh, this just gave people a reason to go. And then once they got there, they're like, this place is really nice. Side so right. stories,
0: L-P-O-T-L, gmail.com. Let me know, is Loch Ness actually a nice vacation spot? Because I've it's, heard it's great. Like, I've just never heard of a magazine celebrating the beaches of Scotland.
3: <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> It's Marcus nice for a different know. reason. You're not okay. going for a tropical time. It, it's cold and it's windy. You're going so you can feel strong around all the British, the
0: brittle British.
3: Actually,
0: you can be a king again. You show up with a, with a spray tan on, you just look like an Italian ambassador. Oh my goodness.
3: Worldwide tourism took such a jump in the 30s that the Scottish Travel Association was actually accused of inventing the entire story themselves. The person who levied this accusation was, of all people... Nazi propaganda minister Joseph Goebbels. <laughs>
0: oh my... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Seems Wait. A lot. I was uh, not expecting him to show up No. <laughs> Hold apparently, on a second.
3: Apparently not busy enough with World War II, Goebbels took a break in 1940 to denounce Nessie as an invention used to dupe tourists in an article that he published for the Hamburger Illustrati, <laughs> which I think translates to Hamburger Illustrated.
0: I, this <laughs> you were talking about centerfolds earlier now that would be man. fun it, uh, I mean, technically I follow several hamb- hamburger illustrated accounts on Instagram I where it too. is just like luscious pictures of burgers I but I didn't it. know Goebbels would also be so into hamburgers like that it kind of makes me upset
4: no I mean he's definitely the
0: you know I know it's the city if if I, it must be the city it hamburg must, obviously it, it must <laughs> of course where the hamburger did
4: originate from no ham in the hamburger it's actually beef interestingly enough another Nazi that I it is interesting that Goebbels is always the king of no fun. <laughs> Can't we have one thing? One thing.
0: What about Nessie? What's wrong? I mean, really, though, what's wrong with believing in well, well, Nessie? I don't no, well, think there's anything it, wrong with it, but it, it incensed Goebbels. Goebbels? What? Goebbels?
3: Well, he said that, you know, the fact that the British people believed in the Loch Ness Monster was proof that the British were stupid and oh. couldn't possibly win the war. Oh. Yeah. I also think it's interesting how all three of us uh, pronounced Goebbels differently.
0: Because I, th- I don't know how it's pronounced. <laughs> so I just make yeah. it up and I stick with, with one, and then I change it yeah. if I want
3: to. Yeah, then we did goebels, Goebbels, and goibles.
0: Goebbels, which I, Goebbels. I don't think Goebbels never... is
4: correct. No, Goebbels. Goebbels, That was that was his uh, that was his son
3: that kept in the basement.
0: I thought that goibles <laughs> was just the most serious Teletubby.
3: Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> yeah. Well, then the Italians jumped on the Nessie bandwagon. What? And Mussolini's newspaper Popolo d'Italia. Mm. What does that mean? I mean, the popular Italian. Oh! So, no. No. <laughs> Roberto <laughs> <No, no>. Benigni. <laughs> yes, he but, was but like a the Italian. the Italian people or something. I'm oh, sure okay. that's what it means. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I have no fucking clue. I don't, know. I don't That's great. We'll c- it's The Spaghetti Times. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Have fun with it. Well, the Italians, with all seriousness, claimed that the Loch Ness Monster had been killed by an Italian bomber during a raid of the UK, and that the Italian pilot had himself seen Nessie's dead body floating in the loch.
0: i seen it. It wasn't on not loch. Eat all the monster.
4: (laughs) Meanwhile like (laughs) fucking dumping a bunch of meatballs uh, and marinara sauce on (laughs) it.
0: The power of the Italian Air Force. Because everybody always says that the that the Italians they're Warcraft. Oh, they so, <laughs> so They don't love to just—they don't love to just fuck and eat and, and drink wine. No, 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 they, they love really to fight.
4: They love war. Yeah. And, and Italy.
3: Well, the Daily Mail, of course, responded to the story in a cheeky fashion, congratulating congratulating the Italians on quote one of Italy's very few undisputed naval victories. Burn from the a, fucking
0: snide uh, English.
3: Sick burn. Jeez. But the Loch Ness Monster would not have reached international fame if not for the efforts of one man, Marmaduke Wetherill. Yep! Woo! That's
0: a, I, real names. Mm -hmm. Marmaduke. That's a real name. I love
3: it. Mm -hmm. By the end of 1933, the Daily Mail decided to join in on the fun by dispatching Marmaduke as a special investigator. Branding him... Marma, that's what I said, Marmaduke Weatherall. that's his name. His name, name is Marmaduke? Yeah. His name is my, his first name is Marmaduke, yeah.
0: Hey, call him Dookie for short, old Duke <laughs> <laughs> Weatherall.
3: How did I not hear Marmaduke the uh, first time? you don't I don't
0: know. I thought you said, because <laughs> you're impervious, <laughs> yeah.
3: you can't No, yeah. all I do is I, yeah. listen. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, yeah, Marmaduke Weatherall. He would keep, I I thought was his name was a
0: softball pitch to you. He was, doing, yeah. the look on his face was him excited to tell you well, the Well, naturally,
4: because I would have put Ooh. in a joke about the dog. Yeah. I would have talked about Marmaduke. <laughs> yeah, my favorite yeah. cartoon. My favorite cartoon of all time. Marmaduke, stop! It's a no spin zone when he's spinning all around. No, we
0: remember. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's ten yeah. years old. Ten years of if you. If I would have out. heard
4: that, mm. I would have said that at the time. It would have been. It would have worked perfectly.
0: Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, the moments pass, hasn't it? Yeah, it did.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, there's gonna. I'm gonna be talking about Marmaduke for a while. Moments so passed there's a, there's a <laughs> No jokes coming from me. But I'm just saying, if you have, if, if something springs to mind, there's gonna be a lot of uh, opportunities. Got to fill. We have to fill with content is what he's saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah i yeah. think. Well, by the end... Of nineteen thirty three, the Daily Mail decided to join in on the fun by dispatching Marmaduke as a special investigator, branding him as a big game hunter. Mm-hmm. In reality, Marmaduke was a film director and actor.
0: Yes, but the best part of it being an actor <laughs> is that depending on your hat, you can be anything. Yeah. You put on <laughs> you so really? You just become a cryptozoologist, you become a professional surgeon, you become a mayor of a small town. How many <laughs> things have actors ruined?
4: Like
3: how most many things, civilizations have been yeah. destroyed yeah. well drawing upon his experience in the world of stage and screen marmaduke arrived at the lock and almost immediately exclaimed that he'd discovered and cast in plaster the monster's footprints on the lock's shore this has been two days
0: there is it is and you can count each one of its toes a one a two there are two toes whoa <laughs> just two all, all right, right
4: interesting
0: i had it Papadook's Duke's name? You're taking Great. a shit as my game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Described by a BBC correspondent as a, quote, dense, fruity, Pachydermatous man in Whoa! pepper and salt tweeds. I feel like done
4: done with I
0: am the, the hell if you dance <laughs> on purposefully, like triggered. I'm like upset at that because I feel like technically you could. That is me. It <laughs> is sir-
3: fruity and pachydermatous?
0: What the hell is pachydermatous? It sounds like he hasn't Pachyderm- taken a dump. Pachyderm is a elephant, so I imagine they mean he is fat. He's, he's just, just fat. They call uh, him uh, stupid, uh, fruity, uh, elephant-like uh, man in tweed. So he's a big, gay, fat man. Yeah. <laughs> I
4: think smoke
0: smoke. Okay. I think and smoke. he's on the hunt.
4: His name is Marmaduke and he's hunting for the lobster. He likeness. loves
3: a monster. In those days, uh, pachydermatous meant callous. Like he's kind of a dickhead. Oh. Thick skin. I thought he was you know. fat. <laughs> <laughs> no, he Are? was more my size. He was oh. an actor. He wasn't a fatty R. Back in those days, there was only one fat actor and that was Fatty Arbuckle. Wow. Everyone else looked like me.
0: We're about to get some fucking
3: letters. Honestly, that's because
4: (laughs) actors didn't have enough money to eat back then. They were humbled. (laughs) Unlike now.
3: Marmaduke certainly sold the idea that these footprints were genuine for a period of time. But when the cast of the footprint was sent to the Natural History Museum in London, it was discovered that the footprints were that of a hippo. (laughs) <laughs> Marmaduke had taken an umbrella stand fashioned from a hippo's foot and made the prince himself. Oh. And, apparently, <laughs> and apparently the foot in question is still in the possession of his grandson.
0: Oh, yeah. That's dope as hell. I'd love to have that hippo's foot. Like, have, like this Loch Ness foot. Because then you can take this Loch Ness foot table in.
3: Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean,
0: it,
4: it has to have some worth now, right? Just because of yeah. its history. I mean, yeah, like, uh,
3: it's cool. Of course. But as soon as the prints were discovered as fakes, Marmaduke announced that the monster was a seal and promptly left the area.
0: It's, uh, so how I always get out. Wow. It's a seal! <laughs> he yes-handed <laughs> his way out of
3: the scene and just left a bunch of
4: disheveled, sad people. But he, his
0: job was he did the show. What was
4: his job? He did a
0: shot. <laughs> he cre- helped create. Yeah. He ad- He furthered along the Loch Ness monster story one step. Why he not can. alter the
4: hippo footprint a little bit? I mean, it sounds like he's he an didn't actor, try. not a fucking
0: prop master.
4: What? Yeah, he's, yeah a, he's, a, just he's put a different kind toe in there lazy. or something. Yeah.
3: Uh, I mean, well, really, what his job was? Oh, you know, be creepy.
4: Two heels, no toes. Ah. He could
0: have just done that himself. He could technically you could probably start doing this around various lakes. You could if I wanted to be a liar.
3: (laughs) Well, I mean, I think what his job was there was to actually just sell a few copies of the Daily Mail. He wasn't looking for long term or anything like that. He's he's there on the dime of the Daily Mail. So the Daily Mail can put Loch Ness Monster uh, footprints found and they sell a couple of extra editions that day.
4: Oh, I see. It's a media lie.
3: Yeah. It's always been there. I <laughs> see. always been there. <laughs> yeah, actually, it was much worse back then. So much worse. But hmm. this was not, however, Marmaduke's last contribution to the Nessie story, which brings us to the famous surgeon's photograph. Now... Now, the surgeon's photograph, which features the shadowy outline of what could be a long necked creature poking its head out of the water, mm. is the image that most of us conjure up in our head when we hear the words Loch Ness Monster. Oh, I thought surgeon's photograph. I thought we were talking about that one with the light bulb that was stuck in
4: somebody's anus and they had to <laughs> open that I remember up. That. You remember that? I thought that, that was for years. The, I thought yeah. that was the surgeon's yeah. photo we were talking about. Yeah, one no, man, yeah, One man, one jar.
0: A, you know, it was the one we used to show in the one for us, one for you, where the guy had the light bulb stuck in his fucking asshole and a nice and fucking open Almost like it was <laughs> a
4: centibite. A, his butthole had the same face as a centibite. It did
0: look, yeah. look very, his butthole looked very surprised. Yeah.
4: Well, of course, because it was thinking. That's why it had the light bulb on like, our... I'm not a
0: lamp.
3: Yeah.
4: Ooh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, for decades, this was the photograph people pointed towards as definitive proof that cryptids exist, placing it right alongside the Patterson film that supposedly captured Bigfoot wandering around the forest. But in 1975, the Sunday Telegraph printed a short article in which Ian Weatherall, Marmaduke's son, revealed that the surgeon's photograph was yet another hoax perpetrated by Marmaduke.
0: Oh, oh, Marmaduke's back at it again. He won't get out of the game because the game won't leave him. Why even have kids? What is this? is ridiculous. <laughs> he he snitched on his own dad. That's <laughs> all they do is
3: flip. Marmaduke was long dead by this point. Still.
0: Oh, okay. I'll hold all of, all of my fucking dogs. You have not held out any of your
4: father's secrets. You have not <laughs> no, no, any. no, of course not, know. You've it's told so
3: many of your father's secrets. I know yeah. everything about
4: your dad. Technically, I know what I would perceive to be criminal police behavior.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the difference is, is that I'm a performer. Yeah. Well, Ian himself built the model using a toy submarine and wood putty, and he and his father drove up to the lock themselves to take the picture. Once the picture was developed, it was handed to a collaborator named Maurice Chambers, who then gave it to a gynecologist named Robert Wilson. Mm-hmm. And Wilson, the titular surgeon, then sold the picture Whoa. to the Daily Mail and presumably split the profits amongst the participants.
0: Well, the goal was oh. that they thought it would appear to be far more... Uh, would be more legitimate if a doctor went Wait. and told them that, "Hey, I have this actual evidence of the Loch Ness monster," and so, but they felt it was that an it was, OBGYN. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It was a gynecologist, but they decided to tell the newspaper that it was a surgeon because they th- also felt that saying that this was a pussy doctor's picture of the Loch Ness <laughs> monster is what it would make him like. Not believable Which I actually think Make him more believable I know all about
4: weird Kind of wet things That are also dry
0: (laughs) (laughs) Depends on what kind of mood Yeah it's weird uh, It's interesting to see How they, they change all that But then when I found out I was a gynecologist Everyone started laughing. It
4: just feel so bad for every woman that had to go to any gynecologist. Before, Especially like, the men. Before,
0: 2005. Yeah. Yikes. Because <laughs> then it's like, how many times do you go to the gynecologist and the guy be like, all right, up on the table then? And then he pulls out a telescope from across the
4: right.
3: room.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> pop, the, pop
4: the seas. Oh, my. Well, this is a horrible doctor.
3: But the interesting detail about the confession is that when it was printed in the Sunday Telegraph in 1975, it didn't catch on at all. (laughs) It came and went without any fanfare. Nobody knew about the picture except the people who read the paper that day. And it wasn't until 1990 that two researchers found the story and followed up. Unfortunately, by that time, both Marmaduke and Ian were long dead.
0: Do you mean unfortunately or fortunately for the new Loch Ness Monster researchers that they found this and they didn't have the direct people to say that they made it up?
3: Yeah, but oh. Marmaduke's stepson, Christopher mm. Sperling, <sighs> confirmed that the photo was, quote, a load of codswallop and always had been. Oh, a load of codswallop? Wow, swallow. wow. And disparaging he knew it. his grandfather's
4: <laughs> Absolutely. Also, what does, what does that guy know what a load of codswallop tastes like? Mm.
3: And he knew it for a fact because he had helped Ian to build the model.
4: Ah,
3: so it was direct, uh, it was a direct person who was directly involved in the uh the building of it. we it's need to so we need to get back as a culture as a people
4: snitches get stitches we need to bring it back no we no, don't yeah. why not
0: well look at Takashi six nine about cryptids i think that's, that's what where, I'm saying. that's where snitches get stitches it gets to a point where like let us just lying. have or at least like give me a day if it's Loch Ness monster day Let's not debunk them today. Like, if we're not at today. Loch Ness I and feel we're on the, the ship about, about, and we're out yeah. there doing the fun touristy, let's all look for Loch Ness and eat a bunch of haggis dogs and shit like that. I don't want to d- debunk it that day. Don't do it that day. Give me till Wednesday. <laughs> oh.
3: Really, the version of the surgeon's photo that is usually printed in articles and books is tightly cropped. When you look at the picture in its entirety, there is no doubt that it is merely a tiny model, no more than a foot long, adrift in a gigantic lock. Hmm. And when it comes to Nessie believers, the most common explanation when trying to tie it to the natural world is that the Loch Ness monster is most likely a long extinct but very real creature called a plesiosaur.
0: This is like in the Bigfoot communities when they're like, it is a long, these are the people that say it is more of a human ape than not right like this concept of like it's out there we have to find a way to figure out what it is and so Mm -hmm. this is a theory that might stick because i used a latin name for a (laughs)
3: lizard oh very cool Now, this is a tempting hypothesis because we know for a fact that plesiosaurus did exist. But, you know, they went extinct 65 million years ago, but they did actually exist. We have records. Unfortunately.
0: But every fucking decade, you know, something pops back up. You never knew that you thought was dead. You know what I mean? Now we got those little oval sunglasses again. We're back (laughs) to Jinkos. I saw Jinkos are being sold again. I did
3: see a pair of Jinkos. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately though there are many reasons why no plesiosaurs exist in Loch Ness in particular. <laughs> they yeah. might exist elsewhere. Sure. I'm not discounting the existence worldwide, but Thank first you. the plesiosaurs were tropical animals and the deeper waters of Loch Ness where Nessie would have had to hide to prevent from being constantly seen never rise above 45 degrees Fahrenheit. Ah,
0: it's a Miami dinosaur.
3: Yeah, <laughs> so it likes to it likes to have fun of margaritaville. <laughs> Second, the loch only has a total fish population of 22 tons, which wouldn't even be able to feed one plesiosaur, much less an entire breeding population. And lest you say that Nessie is merely visiting, the river Ness, which links the loch to the sea, is so shallow in some areas that fishermen are able to walk across.
4: Maybe it takes a boat. Maybe it does take a boat. <laughs> is it possible Maybe you called an Uber if you thought Maybe,
0: about that. You it about that? Maybe it takes a fucking. Maybe it takes a plane.
4: Well, that's ridiculous. What if it walks? Could it walk? Does it have little
0: feet? Hmm. Does it? No.
4: Does so walk? It It could it, have
0: little feet. What if, if it has little feet and it walks?
3: If it's a plesiosaur, it doesn't have little feet. It has flippers. It
0: yeah, it would have flippers. So, no, okay. that's where you're also fucking wrong.
3: <laughs> All right. Third, plesiosaurs were not fish and therefore breathed air, which means that if even one plesiosaur did exist in the lock, it would need to surface several times an hour to catch its breath. Finally, the biggest strike against the theory is that the lock has been dredged multiple times, and not a single plesiosaur bone, or in fact any bone that might be considered monstrous, has been found. <sighs> I don't yeah. like all this
4: like science. Well, they've <laughs> and then they've scanned it
0: multiple times, right. and then they just haven't found. They haven't found it yet. Not yet, <laughs> right? It's moved, I think down. that's the key. That's the. It yeah. hasn't been found. Yes.
4: Well, it's obviously yes. an introvert. It's very shy. It doesn't it want to be, be bothered. A, it could it be, be a goth. Please, yeah. Maybe it moved
3: on. And speaking of attempts to find the creature, countless attempts and an untold amount of money has been spent to try and find the creature that, with hindsight, is now obviously a joke that just got. Way out of hand.
0: People (sighs) need Nessie, though. They love Nessie. It's good for
3: the local economy. It's
0: good for the local economy. It's good for their spirits. They love the mascot of Nessie. There's something about it, and I think what it is is that it makes Scotland more mysterious like yeah. when Stonehenge when like the whole thing kind of came out that they kind of believe that it's just a calendar that's disappointing no one mm. wants all this effort to go into a fucking calendar I got a calendar with a fucking Garfield on it it's a fucking shit about a fucking calendar shit. I don't need to remind always be reminded of my appointments well it's so, just such
4: a big calendar they could have made it so much smaller yeah so <laughs> you
0: could see how they're like but this allows us to add some more mystery just to more mystery discussion then just does everyone not wear underwear yeah. underneath their clothes there? Oh
4: my goodness! Well, I want to live in a world where Loch Ness monster exists, so therefore it does. Great.
0: Okay, block okay. right. it out. You and bug it. It, it out. out. <laughs> Me and I Q. also think that Q believes in the Loch Ness monster.
3: Uh,
4: no, I I'm think the Q for- is probably with Goibles on this one. <laughs>
3: In 1934, a man named Sir Edward Mountain hired 20 unemployed men from the Inverness Labour Exchange to keep vigil around the lock for a month. And all they came away with were pictures of boat wakes, one photo of an ambiguous hump, and a month's worth of drinking next to the lake on a rich man's dime.
0: That's what I'm fucking
3: talking
0: I about. you, <laughs> Natalie? Yeah. He's making jobs. He's making the funnest jobs in the world, which is just the awesome. label of cryptid
3: stakeout. It's one of the funnest weeks you can have. It was incredible. A month of getting paid two pounds a day just to like, sit and drink and take pictures. I love hey, it. Hey,
0: what'd you see today, McGinny? Nothing. <laughs> Me too. Congratulations, <laughs> I guess. I guess the job's got to continue to tomorrow.
2: It better. <laughs> In
3: 1964, the constant camera approach was tried by the Loch Ness Phenomena Investigation Bureau. However, after several months of 24-7 filming and further years of on-and-off monitoring, nothing was captured. Mm. In 1969, the Loch Ness Phenomena Investigation Bureau tried a different approach and fielded a custom-made yellow submarine that they dubbed Viperfish. <laughs> 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 wow, they made it a snake,
0: but it's a fish.
3: Yeah. And they armed it with something called a biopsy harpoon. I,
0: well, it, None of this is like going to work. That is not an exact instrument. No. You know, like, I, I would actually be really upset if I went into my GP and I found out. It's like, all right, we're ready to find out if the skin cancer is actually spread. Let me get my biopsy harpoon. Oh, no. So I have to fire it from the lobby. You have to act like a whale.
4: We're going to put you in this tub. Okay, harpoon him. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's stage four. Yeah, you're going to (laughs) die in a month.
0: Unfortunately, you have to die of immediately terminal harpoon cancer. Yeah,
3: sorry. (laughs) Underwater photography was also useless because the waters of Loch Ness are so opaque as to be described as inky. And not even sonar, which one would think could ferret out such a large creature easily, produced any results. Now, even with all these failures, there are still some who maintain that the creature is real. And when faced with the fact that the river Ness is too shallow for the visitation theory, they suggest that Loch Ness might be connected to the sea through underwater tunnels. Ooh. Could be. They've been intriguing. talking about this for a while. It is intriguing, sure. It is intriguing. This was disproven in
0: 1933.
4: Mm,
3: long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? It was disproven in 1933. Yeah, uh, uh, by, by
4: that freaking dog? By that comic uh, strip dog?
3: Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't believe him. No, it's simple science. Loch Ness is 50 feet above sea level. If there were tunnels to the sea, Loch Ness would have been drained of all water millennia ago.
0: Why are we talking about all these tunnels in the sea then?
3: Simple science. What are you, a butler? It's ridiculous. <laughs> Ain't nothing simple about it.
4: The Loch Ness monster is real. It's really... gravity. It's just gravity. Gravity? How is it?
0: How can something that's full of water be bigger than the sea level? It is
4: the sea. You
0: can't tell the ocean and you can't say, oh, you're above
4: the ocean level. The yeah, ocean says, I'm, I am
2: the level. the level. I'm the level. The lake is the
0: level, right? You try to argue with us now. <laughs> now when
4: the tables have turned.
0: Does the water evaporate? Is all what water always goes down. <laughs>
3: okay but despite Ugh. the total bu- i i don't know fucking water physics 100 percent. i trusted a scientist when he said it's 50 feet above water lo- sea level so it's gonna all drain out if it's above what wa- there's
4: a tunnel to the sea that's his first mistake
0: there's full Trust. fucking nerds that uh, every day that go to some big fancy fucking college and they get money to to research things called imaginary numbers do you think about that? You how about where's about, our tax dollars going?
4: I don't know how you're that... are going I'm not sure how you. you got to that I'm tax dollars out, again.
0: I'm going out and I'm stopping the country. All right, your shirt is... This is how
4: we got yet. into
3: the mess we're in today. Because <laughs> I'm <Armaduke. laughs> But despite the total bust that is Loch Ness, there are plenty more lake monsters around the world that might not be so clear cut. Mm. And, major- and the vast majority of them are, for some reason, up in my neck of the woods. In New York State and Vermont, we have Champ, the great beast yes. of Lake Champlain. Champ
0: is a love beloved, Champ. beloved creature. Yes. In upstate New York. They love this lizard.
3: Yeah. Lake Champlain is 23 times larger than Loch Ness and was known as the sixth Great Lake for just 18 days until it was stripped of the title when it was discovered that Vermont Senator Patrick Leahy had hidden the redesignation in a routine funding bill.
0: (laughs) That's called that's called a responsible senator who's fighting for his constituents. I
3: am a a looker.
4: I am the liquor. Leahy, <laughs> well, that name has been ruined by Trailer Park Boys. I, oh, yeah. I am the liquor. I am the liquor. <laughs> this is actually great, though. That's what I. Might, that's what I want my senators to be doing. Honestly, you trying Prefer? to bump? You trying to bump us up? Absolutely. Get get the tourism in there. It's a beautiful part of the country.
3: Now, the story of lake monsters living in Lake Champlain actually predates the arrival of Europeans in America, because local tribal legend has it that Champ is the result of a love affair gone wrong. It's
0: oh. a very romantic. One. It's a romantic story. Champ, you'll see, he's a lover. Uh, okay.
3: According to the legend, a Native American princess by the name of Bulwaga had two suitors, which naturally led to the spurning of one. the spurned suitor threw Bulwaga from a cliff Mm. into what is now known as Bulwaga Bay, and the princess drowned.
4: Like a fucking spear. That's horrible. I hope I hope the other person got revenge and killed that man.
3: Well, stricken by grief over what he had done, the suitor picked up two large stones and followed her into the depths. Uh-huh. Wait, what?
4: He just killed himself afterwards? Yep. Yeah, yeah. He like, was no, bad. thank you.
3: Yeah, he had so much grief. He was overcome with grief. Grief. I
4: guess he really did love her. He did. I guess. Yes.
3: The fates, however, changed him into a sea monster destined to mourn his love forever. And it is said that you can still sometimes hear the monster crying, Bulwaga, at dawn.
0: <laughs> That's a kind of honestly huh? though. Beautiful name. Bulwaga.
4: Bo-
2: Bulwaga <laughs> rolls
0: off the tongue. It is kind of cute, but
4: why would he be rewarded... With <laughs> eternal life as a cryptid. He's not. Well, we but view, isn't that what the, I mean, it's so much more fun not to be dead.
0: No, think about this. I was thinking about Cogsworth the other day, the clock man from Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> right? And the trauma that would come from clock, Cogsworth, the clock man. Right. Being made into an inanimate object for 20 years. Yeah, but at least a of clock an, can an stand mansion. tall. It knows what time it is. But you are a sentient man. You're a sentient, gay man trapped inside of a clock. I don't think we know he's gay. He acts like it. Okay. And then he goes, I don't know what he does. I'm not sure. But then he goes every day living this life, wanting to speak, wanting to yell, wanting to shit, wanting to come, wanting to take a walk, wanting to play a video game. Can't do any of it. He's trapped in this form. Think about that, that, that man. Trapped in a lizard's body.
4: Honestly, the clock is not even the top ten worst things. You could be the toilet. You could be one of the little teacups. Then you just you're in prison because but they you're like just
0: in the. There used to be but no who's going to be toilet? the beast? Didn't
4: use them. The, I mean, the beast used the toilet, but the <laughs> toilet at
0: least serves a function. That's the whole song and that movie's about is about how they used to serve a function, and now they're just stuck in this home.
4: Yeah, I just feel like the clock isn't that bad. If I had to choose one, I would okay.
3: yeah, yeah clock, something. yeah. Well, as far as sightings from Europeans go, it was said that an explorer named Samuel de Champlain, for whom the lake is now named, saw a twenty foot serpent swimming in the lake in sixteen oh nine, thick as a barrel mm. and sporting the head of a horse. Cool. <laughs> This, however, was completely made up or mistranslated in yep. 1970 for an, for an article in a magazine called Vermont Life. Oh my goodness, Vermont Life. It's what is just that? A, just <laughs> one
4: one page stuck together with maple syrup that you can <laughs> never open.
0: It's a whole thing chastising you for buying the magazine because the magazine is a waste of paper yeah. and, you, and it's just constant pictures of that Bernie Sanders meme.
4: Absolutely. <laughs> I'm asking you to buy more flannel. Yep. They have full <laughs> flannel sections.
0: It's a nice place. Was Vermont it appropriate? Is, it's a peaceful place. I love yeah. Vermont. It's freezing it's, though,
3: and they have a lot of guns. Yes, they do. They do. Well, most likely, Champlain saw a six-foot-long gar, which to What's a European that? would be a fearsome fish indeed. Do you it's know a gar? big fish. I actually big know what the gar with, is. It's a yeah, big yep. fish with a big sword at the end of its nose. Yes.
0: Whoa. I'm looking at it now. Oh, yeah, this is crazy. Honestly. That's one of those things that's got the big clacking teeth. It kind of looks it's got like an alligator mouth. That's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. I can see why you'd think that was a monster if you had never seen that thing before. Can we also mm-hmm. just say that we live with all the monsters? No, that's <laughs> real. I'm there looking at, point point at it. I'm like, you know, that is real, right? Like, that is the truth. We do have monsters. <laughs> there are monsters. Like You can yeah. still get a 15-foot fucking gator, and that is Scary. just as real and as dangerous and as fucked up as any one of these fake monsters.
3: Okay. Yeah. There were, however, other sightings in times of yore. In 1819, a stout seaman named Captain Crumb claimed to have seen a 187-foot-long black monster with a flat head rearing 15 feet out of the water.
0: And would you believe it? It was going in and out of my wife in a hotel
3: room. <laughs>
4: oh my god, I think you've got some issues.
3: <laughs> From what Captain Crumb said, it had three teeth, a white star on its forehead, and large eyes the color of a peeled onion. It was
4: an
0: onion, I say! <laughs> I
4: don't know. So his eyes were the color of a peeled onion. My
0: favorite flower. <laughs> that's
4: an, well, that's not that. Uh, that's actually Disgusting.
3: At times, other people have reported Champ as gray, black, brown, reddish brown, or moss green. Ah. It's said to be drab or shiny, scaly or smooth, and sometimes slimy. Mm. It also possesses, depending on the sighting, fins, horns, elephant ears, moose antlers, glowing eyes, (laughs) or alligator jaws. And alternatively, it also sometimes has none of these.
4: Something for everybody. Or nothing for nobody. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> Look at that. That's us. That's cool. I love the idea of a sea creature with antlers. That is freaking trippy. Yeah.
0: But honestly, um, a sea creature would never have antlers. No, it would not need Because them. it would drag in the mm-hmm. water. Like, it would be difficult for them to swim in the water. Yeah, That's why a lot no of times he's- fucking shit, <laughs> Henry.
4: I know that. <laughs> well, I can- You want me to go put an antler on a goldfish right now, see if it grows into him. That'd be cool. I'll get a game. I'll do it.
3: Shape-wise, it's been compared to a giant snake, a steam yacht, a horse, a manatee, a whale, or a gigantic Newfoundland Labrador.
0: Sure. <laughs> Again, it literally <laughs> is everything.
3: I yeah. guess so. Most likely, though, Champ is Logs.
0: Champ is Logs. What? <laughs> Excuse Champ me? Is Champ, Champ is Logs. Champ, like Champ is Logs. Champ is this monster is Logs. Yeah, the he- monster
4: is Logs. <laughs> the, the monster is Logs? Is logs? <laughs> The The amount of anger and rage that I feel towards both of you. Henry, you're actually within striking distance. I'm actually... I just can't believe we're here. You
0: know what you do? The monster is logs. Every time you want to hit me, Kissel, you know what I suggest you do? Go outside the door and just spin. (laughs) It's kind of fun. It gets the rage away.
4: Uh, All right. Let's take a 10-minute break. I am dizzy. I am dizzy. Um, There was a lot of spinning and yelling. Yeah, that was a lot.
3: That's fine. However... In 2003, there was a compelling discovery. Okay, give me something. In that year, the Fauna Communications Research Institute, in conjunction with a Discovery Channel, recorded sounds in Lake Champlain that were similar to beluga whales or dolphins. Oh. Even though... Neither are known to live in the lake. Okay, now we're getting there. Do logs do that? I don't know. (laughs) As far as evidence goes, a Vermonter named Dennis Hall claimed to have caught a baby champ in 1976. A champling, if you will. Cute. Which, to him, looked like a snapping turtle without its shell. Sure. Ooh. Ooh. The species was sent to a nearby university for study, but nothing conclusive was found, and the carcass ended up in a high school science lab, where it was quickly thrown away.
0: How'd you throw that away? That's so much fun to have. You could say you have a Champlain, you can name its name, you can have it stuffed, in that, that's like, what a, oh. Definitely shouldn't have thrown it away. <laughs> that's good shenanigans.
3: Absolutely. I hate
0: when people throw out good fucking shenanigans. Why would they yeah. throw
3: it away? They probably got stinky. They probably forgot to put it. It's a bunch of high school kids. They probably they could have put it in formaldehyde, you know, sold it to the mutter museum, but nope, it probably got stinky and you yeah. got thrown away.
0: All right. That's how all those kids get thrown away as soon as they get stinky. Okay.
3: <laughs> but regardless of what's in there, if anything, Champ is technically a protected species because in 1983, the New York state legislature apparently felt it was necessary to pass a law protecting Champ from, quote, any willful act resulting in death, injury, or harassment. Well, it's very important that they focused on that.
4: No, oh, yes, absolutely uh, the crack uh, epidemic, uh, uh, like whatever, uh, days, uh, 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 like, it's uh, like, oh, my God, uh, I'm just so happy politicians have been stupid forever. But we, you
0: know, <laughs> but in a way, isn't it like I think there is a there's a conflict, right? Because some people are super excited when the government says like cute things about cryptids, because in nah. a way it kind of creates more psychic energy in the psychic bank account of these things existing because kind of yeah. the tulpa as- aspect of it where more and more people talk about it create genuine real rules surrounding it eventually like and you're creating space for it in your mind and you kind of make this little weird world where it is real because there is a piece of legislature that says the name champ the lake monster on it right, that right. a bunch of people repaid money to go legislate this, and they did it, so technically we willed it into an existence. What
4: about closing Riker's?
0: <laughs> Only if it was filled with champs,
3: <laughs> <laughs> then we would pay attention to it. Okay, I got you. I've, I've actually got kind of a feeling that this was probably targeted towards upstate yokels. Guys yes. throwing dynamite into the lake. Yes. Guys shooting wads, just shooting <laughs> shotguns into the lake, killing
0: everything in the lake. Literally just going out
3: there. We are not a great lake for a reason, y'all.
0: Because they, because of our behavior, because of what we do, we can't call it great.
4: I love by dynamite people would just throw like they would plug in toasters to their yacht and throw it in the water yeah, of course. try to kill it with it we, we, we love to find new ways to kill things I went yeah. on a
0: fishing trip with my dad's buddies once and I will not lie and tell you they did not shoot a gun into the water at one point when we were on the
4: boat <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense you actually probably wanted to do that they were visibly yeah, yeah. intoxicated Yeah, yeah. You're, you're gonna actually want to do that they could have shot the boat that would yeah. be See? bad <laughs> or each other or each other. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, actually, that's... You know what? Given the stories of your father and his friends, that's the most reasonable they have ever acted.
0: I was just <laughs> glad they were all having fun. Yeah. yeah. And not mad, because whenever we got surly, then it got scary. Did you get to shoot the gun? No, but ah. I, my dad did take me to the range a couple of times. That was next to my comic book store. I used to have really fun mornings. We used to go, and i get the new Spider-Man 2099, and then i get to go squeeze, all, squeeze, all, squeeze off a couple of rounds at his- the fucking range. Okay, all right,
3: it's cool. Well, Lake Champlain isn't just bordering New York; it also borders Vermont. And Champ isn't the only lake monster in Vermont. There's Seymour of Seymour Lake, Willie of Willoughby Lake, Miss Crystal of Crystal Lake, and of (gasps) course, Memphrey, the monster of Lake (laughs) Memprom Lake. The monster of Lake Memphramagog.
0: Now, I know that we're saying it wrong. We know it's not Memphramagog. We don't know. We don't know what it's pronounced, but you can tell us it.
3: It might be mem from a god." Could be. I can't see any other way to pronounce pronounce it other than mem from a Mem You know, they magog. always have to be like,
0: uh, you know, for a fact that it's the meme from a geek, and you're like, I
3: don't. <laughs> yeah, you should have
4: known that. that. You should have <laughs> known that. Also, there is a uh, there's a Crystal Lake in Minneapolis that has a life
3: size Jason Voorhees on the bottom of it. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. Now, the sightings of Memphrey are pretty standard as far as lake monsters go, but the interesting thing about it is that there's a woman named Barbara Malloy who claims exclusive rights to the creature and is threatened to sue anyone who tries to even cover it.
0: I love that Cryptids also has, I want to see the manager women.
4: Right. Yeah,
3: (laughs) absolutely. But is she talking about it or does she just want it to be dead as of the writing of the book Lake Monsters she was the head of the International Dracontology Society of Lake Memphremagog Uh, Although she wasn't the founder. The founder was actually across the border in Canada, a man named Jacques Boivere who billed himself in 1986 as the world's first and leading dracontologist. However, it seems as if some bad blood has developed between Barb and Jacques over the years because even though the two of them collaborated in founding the International Dracontology Society of Lake Memprimagog, Jacques was indeed one of the people Barb threatened to sue for trying to cover Memphrey in 2003.
0: Okay, she also is cuz she owns the word dracontology
3: right, right. that's she the she owns it.
0: so you can't you can't say the word dracontology you can dracontology, own words like that you can look it up but she doesn't understand is that you can't own the dragon spirit because no. if you if you ask quora many people say they are dragons i asked last night there are people <laughs> and this is true cuz within dracontology there is you know we're now in other kin worlds right this idea that people think that they're dragons sure now it's it is far more pervasive than it ever should have been. <laughs> I, think I, like that 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 used,
3: I like that you use the word pervasive yeah. 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 as up, if it is an epidemic. It, it seems like it <laughs> might be. How um, many people are we talking here?
0: I would say the... Up to a dozen. Up to a dozen. That's that pervasive. Is, and that's a lot, that is a, pervasive. That is a that's a lot because it's stuff like here. Because on this website, according to EsotericOnline.net, the only source I could find for dracontology, Because I think Barbara shut it all down. <laughs> like, Do you have a personal spiritual dragon that helps guide you sometimes and no. dwells within you, ready to lend his courage and wisdom to you in a time of need? Keep the flame of the dragon as a light to see into the darkness and remember that there are always more than one side to every coin and every situation. Your dragon. Dragon is a treasure, so keep it close to your heart and all, and it will help you, guide you well. And I told Marcus, mm. I sent him the the pamphlet, the, you have to ask a bunch of God. questions, a questionnaire, to tell you how much dragon you are, how unique you What kind of dragon
3: are. are you, Marcus? I didn't answer all 100 questions. 100 it is questions? W- it is a 100 questions long survey. I can read wow. you a couple of the, I can read you just a couple of the yeah, questions, Ben, if, if you want to hear it. Sure, I'm interested. And it's all, have you ever? Oh, have have you ever signed your human email with your dragon name? <laughs> have no, you?
4: I have not done that. Right, well.
3: Have you? Uh, have you ever? Uh, have you ever found your? Uh, have you ever been called by your draconic name? Yeah, you, you know right, your your,
0: your dragon name. What is it? What is mine? Yours is probably like uh, Draco Fortunatus. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is demeaning to me.
3: <laughs> Man, have you ever hired a typist because you can't type fast enough with talons? With your talons. Because you can't type it. Have you ever? Have you ever ever read a description of a dragon in a book and thought, "Hey, I'm not like that. I'm this type kind of dragon. I'm a different kind of dragon." Have you thought about it?
4: Now that may be. That's more in the realm of possibility.
3: You know, I looked it up on Quora, (laughs) which
4: is
0: the new Yahoo Answers. I know you love Quora. I love it. I just looked it up. It's like, do people think they dragons? So this one, this came up. Many people say they are dragons. Are they really dragons? And then mysteriously, what do they say? Draco Silvus answered. He said, "There are many. Um, there are many who are dragons too. Yes, we dragons exist. We are the makers of the world. Peaceful yet naturally predatory. Complete opposite of humans, which are prey and now foe predators and seek nothing more than to kill. Unlike natural predators who respect the life they take. I am really a dragon. While uh-huh. in this cursed body, my spirit speaks freely." I don't hold it back, so yes, although I have the body of this filthy, furless, and scale-lacking monster. It is only a puppet for my spirit. Once killed, my spirit will be let go. Mm. It can't be a forced killing. It needs to be natural. It's something called being Therian or
4: Otherkin. Yeah, I love that guy. I love the way he stormed the Capitol. I love the way that he stole all of AOC's <laughs> shoes and it's coming in him right now. That guy's great. Good for him. <laughs>
3: well, for Barb's part, she claims to have seen Memphrey on several occasions, including one time in which she thought she'd captured it with a camera, but had instead taken a picture of a swimming moose.
2: It's a goddamn moose! <laughs> I was so excited know to that I saw. <laughs> I knew,
0: I knew I saw him. I knew that nobody else had seen him. Oh. So I went and I took a picture of him
3: and would you believe the
0: moose in your picture?
4: I love that Vermont, the land of the swimming moose.
3: Yeah, well, but concerning cool. mooses, perhaps North America's most famous lake monster is Canada's Ogopogo. Yes. Second only to the Loch Ness Monster, Ogopogo has been seen over 330 times since the 1700s. However, Ogopogo seems to be a much friendlier, almost social creature, who is sometimes seen mm. with the smaller creatures dubbed Ogopups.
2: <laughs>
3: oh, that's <fun. laughs> But like Champ, the local tribes have a tragic tale to go <gasps> along with Ogopogo. This what? one is not romantic. This one is merely murder. Why oh. always tragic, though?
0: Because they, had, they suffered a lot. The
4: indigenous mm. well, people I, suffered well, a lot. yes, they did. We need to focus on the indigenous people much, much more in this
3: country. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not many stories come from I had a good day, you know? Mm, not yeah, anymore. Yeah, they can.
0: They can. Yeah, John Krasinski. He sold a good, it $20 a good million. Dollars. Oh, $20 and million. Uh,
4: and he
3: has not released an episode yet. No. Nope. Yeah. There's no good news. Yeah. No, not at all. all right. Well, according to the legends, Naitaka as the natives call it, was at one point a man named Kel Oniwan who committed murder most foul by beating an old man to death with a club on Rattlesnake Island. Depends
0: on what the old man did.
4: If it was a murder most foul, he would have killed him with a chicken. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. This is why I'm not armed. I would shoot. I would shoot you right now, Henry, and probably try to shoot Marcus. You know, <laughs> and probably uh, if it was a murder most foul, he'd probably try to hit him with a pigeon. I could put, put any bird in there, yeah, If it was a, murder a murder most foul, I probably. I don't think pigeons a... are foul.
3: Mm. Yeah, they are. They're a bird. You're not all birds are foul. No, are they? I don't. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I've I know, I
0: know. I become <laughs> derailed in my own mind. I don't. I'm not sure of I anything. I think that all birds
4: <laughs> are foul.
3: <sighs> anyway. We can't
4: stop to look. look no, at I'm it. Okay. Sorry. We can't, no, I'm I'm i I will not. I will not. will answer
3: it on side stories. Uh, well, as punishment, the gods made the murderer a restless creature who would forever haunt the scene of the crime. Uh-huh. Since then, Naitaka guards Rattlesnake Island, extracting a toll of gold, tobacco, or animal sacrifice from anyone looking to make the journey. Cool, so that's he,
0: like what a dra- that's
4: dragon behavior. He got rewarded. That he, is murdered bu- behavior. Yeah. he murdered a bunch of people and then got to be a cryptid that was forced to be fed and given tobacco, otherwise he was going to murder again. This is a reward. Okay, so all
0: of this is an extension of the fact that you just wish that you didn't have to work. You know what I mean? No, like you you, you could have how cryptid. hard it is to be a cryptid? You just are it's so maybe it's because how he many people have day. called you a bigfoot or have said this have said this about you that you just no, have this idea that living in a lake with no responsibilities is the most incredible fate for number
4: anyone. one, you have to swim every day. You don't think that that's easy? That's very hard to do. It's true. That's very hard. And you have to eat? No, you do have a lot of responsibility. You're the star. You think that people are going to Nessie to hang out with the person who owns the store that has, like, the Nessie trinkets? They want to hang out with Nessie.
3: And that's that's true. true. He does and make a true. point. The cryptids it's are true. the star.
4: They're the Drake.
3: <laughs> yes, they are the Drake. But what's interesting about Naitaka is that a petroglyph from 1700 BCE depicts a vertically undulating water monster that is remarkably similar to the descriptions made by people who claim to have seen Ogopogo in the 20th century. <gasps> Almost 4,000 years later.
4: Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Undulating.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but
4: honestly, yes.
0: that's, that is the end of our tale of lake monsters. I do think it's interesting up to a point how many people have talked about seeing things in the water. Yeah. But I think that it's got a lot to do with it's truly... The frontier we can understand. Undiscovered. We're like, we can't understand, like, while we know space is a concept. Space is a concept, man. No,
4: space is very real.
0: I think, but, we, yes, I think that we know space exists. But we don't know what it's like to go to space as humans. A lot, the majority like of us deep don't know. space. Yeah. yeah. We like know how we, to go to
3: the moon and back, but that's it.
0: But I mean, like, we don't see the moon. We don't leave in. We don't leave in the, leave in the <laughs> shuttle. But,
4: no, we don't do the moon. But I no, mean, you won't allow us on the moon. Apparently, we're talking uh, uh, bears.
0: <laughs> yes, but you can see in the water and the mysteries in the water. But we don't
4: discover much with the water. But
0: I'm saying those are the places. I where actually we think could we know more about
4: space t- than we do the ocean.
0: I'm actually completely in a
4: disagreement (laughs) with you. Are all birds (laughs) foul?
0: Honestly, can we figure that out?
4: Are all birds foul?
0: I think that we got (sighs) ourselves to a point where we are so dumb that we have hurt the next series we're going to do. Honestly, folks, (laughs) you got to have
4: have a little palate cleanser for your brain as well. And lake monsters, again, as I said in this episode, it's more fun to believe that they exist. And we don't know what's down there. And we don't know if the bloop is getting bigger and bigger because we keep on feeding it plastic. And maybe it loves plastic bags. And if it does, it's really, really. I hope it does because it has a lot of them that it can eat.
0: But also, we think that there's just plenty of monsters that are in the water that you can see that we know about that are scary. It's so, horrifying. Yes, over time, I imagine some people did see a great white shark or saw a big thing and they thought it was a lake monster or they did see a big massive super squid and they thought it was a monster. Yeah, so these they animals, are monsters, they are aren't out they? There.
4: I don't Marcus know. what do you think How scared are you of the uh, Of water Are you super Because you're a land based animal You're a Texan. No, I love water You like water Okay
3: Yeah I love water No I grew up near a lake And oh, I spent most of my childhood Yeah I spent most of my childhood In a dirty brown Brown lake Lake Stanford It was well, fucking filthy You couldn't see a foot In front of your face I love that place well,
4: that's, That explains why you like it so much I yeah.
0: don't I am not a lake <laughs> so guy So nice sounding <laughs> Like honestly I'm not a lake guy I like a, I like a nice I like moving, beach
4: I like, I like rivers I like moving water
0: I specifically only enjoy the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> That's just your wobble wobble spirit. I mean, it's just the truth. He's, man, you gl- he got that fucking water like glass. So you can <laughs> sit out there with the fucking corona or you could sit out there with the fucking paradiso and they don't fucking, you don't, it don't even get bobbled too much while you're laying out there on a tube, man. You're spitting there, you listen, listen to some fucking Hagar, man.
4: Have a good time. Whew. Well, we hope everyone had a good time listening to this episode. It was certainly educational in its own fun way um, because, you know, the interesting thing about meats, it keeps us going as a, a civilization. We We've had myths forever, and what more fun to keep the kids from drowning? than telling them there's a demon in the water. I mean, that's how or you keep them it out. It in the mo- I mean, that's basically probably what all this is, right? Like, parents be like, don't go in there. There's a there's a monster in the water, so don't drown. It's probably as far, where, as, the, as, far yeah. as the
3: folklore, as far as how the, the folklore develops, that's a 100% where it all comes from. It's pretty much from, always yeah. the,
4: like, don't keep yeah, your kids tales. alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't
4: he, hop on a strange horse. It's Especially if it's sticky, and again, that's why your grandfather's not allowed over it's, here. Yeah, because
0: <laughs> if the horse is sticky, that horse got into the soup. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, guys... This next series we're about to do is a we, it's the aforementioned, many mentioned times, the big redo series. We're very excited for you to be experiencing it. Yep, I that's know. right, we'll be doing lake monsters again, next again week. Again, and again. <laughs> we're doing actually lake theory. That's a big year. This is the year of the lake monsters. The year we're doing, of lake theory. Yeah, lake yeah. theory. <laughs> we're lake doing theory. lake theory for the next ten
3: episodes. Oh, can't so it's up. gonna be
0: huge. No, I honestly <laughs> yeah. I have not we lo- been. St- we
3: lost a bet. We uh, and now we're stuck. We're the lake show. Technically, we got a big
0: message from spotify swedes love stories about seaweed and that's all we're doing <laughs> from now on it was just for the spotify people yes. in europe uh, but no guys we, we're so excited for the next next topic because yes. it is near and dear to my heart i cannot fucking wait because uh-huh. i already feel more powerful wow you do i
4: don't know if that's a good Man. thing
0: i already feel more powerful because it's all about finding our true will Isn't and all of the noise magic? that we create all day get in the way of our true will and harnessing our true will. And sometimes all it takes is a little bit of mescaline and power botting me,
4: yeah a, yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of anal sex, a lot of anal. Also, we uh, so obviously as as most of you are, yeah, yeah. As most of you know, uh, we we weren't able to do the book tour as of right now. That that has been canceled. And we're so not upset about it. I w-
0: fucking love it. Who I wanted yeah, you're more happy? vacation time. I've yeah, just that's been been what so you've been
4: screaming oh, about. That how you were like, I'm so happy to be
0: home. I just, lo- I'm so yeah. excited to not go on that tour and not see all but of our friends on the road and not have all the fun and not do all that. It's gonna be great.
3: That's right. I'm letting and, it, I've let it go, and I've put it behind me. Yes,
0: that's I've heard let it. It go. That's it. So, yeah, Marcus no. has it
3: done yes, a very good year. job. The new year has begun. The new year began February 1st. You're I've right. let it go and put it behind me. Yep.
4: Okay, Speaks. very good. Bad piece. Not at all a problem. Everyone is totally <laughs> mentally stable. Um, I but am yes, now. So I wasn't, but just I am now. As yeah. long this as you keep stable. on screen. This, this is, is me stable. I believe both of you. And uh, so, yes, uh, that is what it is. And we love you guys. We can't wait to see you. And later on this year, we, we we're, are just, coming. we're just going to see you. I don't care. We actually, I'm done. Next Warriors week,
0: we have an announcement that will be made. Oh. Um, that you will see and we're going to start because to be honest, we are we are getting there we're getting there. It's almost done. Thank you. We on straight up. Just want to say thank you yeah. to everybody who stuck through us, stuck yeah. with us, stuck
4: through us. God. Oh my goodness. Everybody
0: has stuck with us this last year, and the amount of incredibly nice messages and the, yeah. the amount of support that we have gotten from you guys, and how it makes us want to work harder and make sure that we are doing a, like we're entertaining your fucking ass, but also educating your fucking asses. Enter edutainment is wow. at its highest. Level.
4: You want to say that after we just did lake monsters? This you think episode that this is, the time is different.
0: To... This is a palate cleanser, right?
4: Because if someone writes their thesis and credits us for this, they're gonna—they
0: shouldn't be graduating college. But it depends on what they're going to school for. No, well, that's true. But we want to thank you guys, Can and we can't yeah. wait to see your fucking faces so soon.
4: Absolutely, and we will see you soon. Um, Keep on supporting all the shows here on the Last Podcast Network. Uh, Kind of fun. We're talking wrestling and sports, Top Hat. We talk politics, Wizard and the Bruiser. They talk entertainment and nerd culture, and of course Page Page 7, all thing actors and and actresses.
0: And the big thing, too, is we got two new podcasts coming to you in the next month. We have got a show called Someplace Underneath will be a brand new podcast it's about missing people. Very, very excited. And then we are doing a Holden McNeely and I have listened to the crowds.
4: We no, if you listen to, you. to the crowds, you guys would probably commit suicide.
0: And um, we know that you guys are interested in traversing the faint within a faint within a faint that is the world of Dune. And Dune cast <laughs> will be coming to you, Marge. <laughs> and wow. I will tell you what, my brain is deeply split right now between the world of Dune and our next topic. And it, I think it's making me better.
4: Yeah. Wow. I'm actually going to, you know what, Marcus, we're going to take that information Henry just said we those eggshells. Put them uh-huh. on the ground. Let's walk on them. Well, you know, Let's we, 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 walk on eggshells all week. We, you know, whoa! See, you know what's been helping
0: me is that I do the reading in the bath. Now that I've been drawing baths <laughs> for myself. That's, that's also you got know. a lake monster. All right. I
4: know no one wants to hear about how
3: you draw a bath for yourself. God, that's disgusting. Uh, yeah. And also, don't forget about no dogs in space. Of course, first, yes. uh, the entire first season, uh, now available for uh, Dude, listening he, on all platforms.
0: People are loving it. We got new merch yep. for that fucking bullshit. He's already agreed. He said that he is struck a truce with me and Kissel and he is
3: going to be doing the Marshall Tucker
0: band first up in the next (laughs) series and we just want to say thank you guys so much for helping us
3: Starting with Marshall Tucker Band Moving on to the Oak Ridge Boys yep. After that might be Bob Seger I don't know if we can handle Bob Seger yet Honestly Bob, <laughs> Bob Seger would be amazing Yeah Bob but, but definitely People call Ar- him a sellout, Arkansas but... Oh yeah People called Bob Seger a sellout?
0: Because of like a rock He
3: just
4: <laughs> oh my god don't even <laughs> <laughs> Alright I'm actually going to get upset um, Yeah but he just I mean honestly I mean, he got You got can sell
0: one song Bob Seger was a, for the work working man Bob Seger <laughs> was the Midwest Bruce Springsteen He really was? And Bruce Springsteen. He's uh, in Milwaukee, South Jersey. What was his name? South. What's his? The other guy. Bon Jovi. Yep. Tom Petty. I'm just taking that. That's where we have to end. Hail yourselves, everyone! Hail Satan!
4: Oh, hail gain Magustulation!
0: Hail, hail him! Hail me! Hail us!
4: Yeah, hail him is too. Uh, that's scary. You yeah, can it put is. anything in there. Yeah. Anybody in there?
0: This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
1: Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests, where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May third, live at seven p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. I was shocked, you know. They were always such a good team, so successful, but to do something like that, to exceed their budget.